0: the bottled soccer talk podcast this is episode number 76 and it is the last one of the year two guys two mics two pints at the end of 2021 uh december 29th so we're a couple days away from uh, 2022 and uh fuck um it's kind of coming to a very uh quiet end other than the boxing day yeah uh, shenanigans but uh how was your christmas man
1: it was it was cool man actually i was a bit under the weather um so i didn't really do much i was just kind of like you know kicking back um but yeah i excited to get on with uh episode 76 like the gas station and we're ready to bring that high octane football news <laughs> to you guys so uh yeah. yeah
0: um man uh so i think this is talked about every year and of course we got to burn it out but uh boxing day everyone had something to say yeah and then it evolved into a conversation of uh, well okay let let me back up a bit boxing day for the longest time everyone's been crying that you know it's only a two-day break because they play on the 26th and then two days later play again on tuesday start a new match week and uh you know it's always the teams that have uh Champions League hopes and all that where they start talking about you know fixture congestion which has some it's a very valid opinion playing games high high intensity games for a league is crazy every two days um, especially for for the league that considers itself the, the best and most intense league yeah. Um, and there's never really any clear cut decision or reasoning as to why it's played that way other than tradition, tradition. yeah yeah, we always do it. We've been doing it since 1920-whatever. Um, what are your thoughts on that, first of all?
1: I think um, it's, it's already cemented in the legacy. I don't have a problem with the succession of the games. It's, it's always existed. It, it existed at a point when players didn't have the recovery, the technology to recover at, at the highest level like they do today, so I don't have a problem with it. I understand some squads don't have the depth to rotate as much. That, that is kind of problematic um my issue is still with the prem and the fa is it's just the fact that they still to this day including um everything going on with covid and the f- fixture congestion it's still three subs i think that needs to change all the, a lot of managers voted for the five subs some managers notoriously like uh sean dyche he's like no i, I voted against it it's my belief You know, and and I know why he's doing it. Like, he knows that wouldn't really benefit his team as much as it would uh, a Liverpool or a City or a Chelsea. Yeah, the deeper teams. But that's been my biggest issue. Not so much the fixture congestion, because even Pep said, he's like, we've been complaining about the fixture congestion for years, and clearly nobody's going to change anything about it. In fact, it's probably only going to get worse with the World Cup and all this shit. What's
0: the problem with with it, with them even pushing it back one day?
1: I think it's it's doable, right? But it's just... I think what needs to change is the following game, you know? So, yeah, yeah I mean, if you... Yeah, wait, that's like what that, I mean, but, yeah. is like,
0: uh, they play two days later. Okay, well, it's the Tuesday. Why not, why not just push it to Wednesday, just like when they do the the double match weeks or right, the half right. match weeks? Why, why not do that? I mean, there's no Champions League to worry about. Um, it says
1: the domestic trophies, I mean, the domestic tournaments, maybe. Yeah, that's yeah. all I could think about, but... Um, it was, um, yeah, it's, a lot of people are, are upset. I mean, Klopp was, was probably the most uh, vocal about it. Um, <laughs> obviously, Tuchel as well. I mean... There was um,
0: also a comment by Rolf Ranik that says that... I mean, and, I, and I've spoken about this myself before. It's the only league with two League Cups. Right. the right. FA Cup and then the Carabao. I know there's benefits to the smaller teams, to like the lower leagues, the lower divisions... Uh, For you know, match day revenues and stuff in in case they play a big team like United or City or Liverpool, whatever. Um, I I know there's a huge benefit to to them financially, but I'm sure they can figure something out where revenues still get to them. Maybe not as high, but something, you know, without having the big teams. Because it always turns into one of the big teams or at least three of the big teams playing in the final, semifinal. Um yeah, yeah. I think that that's a more valid thing
1: and uh they they should look at that at eliminating that or shortening that um altogether. Uh, and it's like another one of those things in the name of tradition it exists and I, I enjoy it but I understand like Yeah. I mean if they eliminated it it would kind of suck cuz I got so used to enjoying what used to be known as the Capital One Cup and the Carlene Cup, you know it's it's kind of a tradition. Yeah, um, but,
0: but why wouldn't they be able to do something like um because I know a lot of the big teams, they play the the youth players. Yeah, like a lot of the under twenty threes and under twenty ones. Why don't they have like a system in place like the like uh, La Liga, where they have like Barcelona B, and um, you yeah. know got the um what's the Castilla for yeah. Real Madrid. You, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, that's been proposed, and that's an idea that like I think Pep that Pep's would fix mentioned. a lot of that problems. Yeah, but and
0: that and that would make sense coming from Pep since he played in Spain.
1: He yeah, he understands that system. I think England is just so is they're very stuck in their ways. Yeah, in the name of tradition. Yeah, um I I could see why somebody would, wouldn't want it. Um I I personally don't have a problem with it. But, you know, it's just right now everything's so amplified with also the COVID protocols and and the players that they're missing, you know. Like, Liverpool's miss, missing X amount of players, United is as well, Or you know, mm. it's just, that, that just makes games it Games are worse. still being
0: postponed.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's a league-wide problem, apart from just the domestic trophies, but yeah, I, I feel like you just gotta muscle through, you know I mean? At the end of the day, uh, when it comes to fixture congestion, I think these players, they get paid well enough, you know, they, they should be able to handle <laughs> it, right? I mean, I hey, think... So, so, for you, it's like a boo-hoo, you're rich, just go get on with it? I think, uh, I mean, like, say it's like when your manager tells you, it's like, well, you got to come in Saturday. It's like, why well, I, I didn't sign up for that, but it's just like, I got to <laughs> do it. You know, just do it. It's, it's not every week. It's not soon. The, the fixtures are going to, like, you know, tone down. And, and every year you go into the season knowing that you're going to approach this time. So you got to be responsible as a human and, you know, just take care of your body mm-hmm. with that anticipation that, yeah, there's going to be a thick run of games in December, a little bit of January. Um, and it's just that portion, really, where it gets really bad. I, I mean, after that, it's not terrible. Uh, obviously, this year was pretty bad because a lot of the international matches were bunched in. But yeah, it's uh, it's tough. I can't really say. Yeah, this, you know. yeah.
0: And then, uh, so following that, the conversation quickly devolved into. Uh, I mean, I, I hate this that that the conversation turns into this a lot of the time. Well, well. You know, Klopp is crying, but you know, so City is probably doesn't have the same bench. And then Liverpool fans are like, "Well, you guys have the strongest bench." And then t- turns into money. And then Chelsea, yeah. and United spent this much. It it just turns into like um, a dig measuring contest. Like, but the opposite, like <laughs> but going backwards is like, "Well, we're the victims here. Well, we're actually not as deep as them." And it it really devolves into that sort of um, I guess anti pissing contest. Yeah, where where you're not so much humble bragging but uh I don't even know what the word is. I don't know if there is a word for it but you you're just kind of outlining your own shortcomings and
1: yeah well, you know, every how- every team is going to have or a set of fans is going to feel like they're hard done the, by. There's
0: yeah, there's the um there's the narrative that you know, city's got the most expensive bench and then and then the city city fans somehow Find a way to to show that Liverpool's got the strongest bench, and then Liverpool fans <laughs> do the opposite. And it's like, what what's the point of that? Like, isn't isn't one of the one of the things about fanhood is just trying to show how
1: great your team is? Yeah, like, yeah, why? I think it's just they <laughs> do it just to point out the hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. It, it looks it looks dumb. It's it's a it's a piss take for me. I, I enjoy it because I, I love and, and City fans are guilty of this too. You know, like they'll say something when it's in favor of them and a year from now it could be against them but it's just like saying like last year uh there was a lot made about the match with Everton being canceled uh because of COVID I think too and then I remember even Pep said don't worry when we play we will beat you it's like whatever and like this year City have been lucky to be pretty healthy and and, and all that and now P- fans are like oh well it's not fair City have played three league matches more than us and you know we're behind and it's like so what is it you know it's like are you mad cuz we're we're available to play or are you mad when we're not available i mean there's just hypocrisy always you know people are always upset at something well yeah
0: and then uh, the the hypocrisy about Klopp talking about uh how you know it's not fair but it's the first game that Liverpool's played in about two weeks or so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or, or
0: I guess this weekend it was, but still, you know, there's,
1: ah, the they're most, technically
0: well-rested, you know?
1: Yeah, and then after the match, he said something to the to the effect of like, well, are my players aren't that, like, uh, they're a bit rusty-like type shit. Like, oh, well, you know, they, they played six days ago, so they, they're, they're a little bit more in tune with the way they're playing right now. And it's like, my boy, so do you want the, you know, like if you would have played, you would have complained. If you wouldn't have, you know, I think everybody's going to – maybe make some of those excuses just it's to a, kind of cover. I guess cover it's
0: them. A, like as a manager it's a good way to take the pressure off of your team.
1: Yeah, yeah. But in, I in mean, a way I
0: it looks bad either way. But maybe that's just me trying to rationalize the, the the poor games that they played. Really, they they uh they lost to Leicester and drew or wait, they drew with uh,
1: um the They
0: played on Boxing Day, right? Yeah, and they... oh God damn it! I, I'm forgetting don't who I it was. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, but they they just had a bad run of games. Yeah, they 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 didn't win two By their two standards, games. yeah, by their standards. I mean, every team can lose or tie a match, but you know it's just at a critical point in the season where you don't want to drop those points. Oh, the
0: the game with Leeds was postponed.
1: Yeah, um, they also also Chelsea have been dropping points too. So it's like, and then you're you're hearing excuses from their camp too. You know, and I
0: heard that they were turning a corner on Sunday. Yeah, someone said that. I did. Oh,
1: you did. Oh wait, I mean, I feel like I probably said that. I mean,
0: I heard, I heard it. I and mean, I'm not like, I'm yeah. not like trying to be subtle with you. Yeah. I just, I just remember hearing that. <laughs> and uh,
1: uh, and all of a sudden they they drew today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh Tuchel's talking about like, oh, we don't have any fullbacks right now. Not like fair, you know? It, it sucks because I sucks know what They that's they'd like. lost Chillwell, bro. They lost Chillwell. I heard, I heard Reese James. How did? Up a lock. Um, how did they not
0: catch that already, though the the Chilwell thing? Because it's been a while since he's been injured, right?
1: Yeah, um, but you know, I think that's that comes down to Klopp to I mean to Klopp to Tuchel too. You need, you got to stop um, dwelling on that and make maybe make some tactical adjustments. I I don't know what cause it's just he,
0: shitty to hear like, excuse like those kind of excuses from a manager a top manager. Yeah. Um, Cause everyone goes through it And yeah Sometimes you get Like a particular Injury bug And it sucks Like last year With Liverpool um, Last year With Real Madrid it, it, I think it was over Like 70 injuries Total That, that accumulated Over the season Right um, But uh, it, At some point It's like you. Well you can't claim To be the deepest team And then still say that As well You know
1: Yeah I mean it's tough I mean uh,
0: It is a reality
1: though I, I, gotta, I gotta be sympathetic To it yeah of course i understand it there was a season where uh, i think two seasons ago where laporte was out for most of the season de bruyne was out it's like sometimes yeah. it's just that year for your team where they fucking just go through the grinder but the important thing and and the good sign of a top manager is being able to fill that jigsaw with the next player available and having them fit into the system seamlessly but it seems that, that Chelsea don't have a ready-made replacement for those players that are going out right now. So that's the scary part. Like um, like today Kyle Walker didn't play. Uh, I mean, today, not this game. Uh, Am it, I crazy, but has he not been available lately? He's been ever since. Do you remember the day where he got sent off for that stupid challenge? Like, yeah. I forgot against what team. Mm-hmm. Um yeah since that day he hasn't played and then recently i guess he lost somebody close to his family so oh, okay. yeah so that the combination of those things have seen him not play for about two weeks maybe um but anyways, God, i swear so it was more. Not, not nathan then again that's like four games yeah nathan ake had to step into left back today and then Cancelo to right back and it, it was like well you know and he played well albeit it's brentford but i'm saying like just having that that uh tactical nuance to be able to just switch a guy and, and have him play seamlessly that's something to look at as well and i think right yeah. now they lack that uh yeah. Ch- chelsea I, I don't know i heard uh pulisic was playing at wing back for some p- uh, time today so i was for, like oh, for over chelsea yeah so i mean um and we can add that to chelsea, his resume yeah yeah he's man i mean i really think he needs to leave that club but uh, Chelsea are looking a bit bad right now. Um, also, due to bad luck, the only good thing they got going for them is that, you know, Mason Mount's playing well and Lukaku's Yeah, back.
0: Mason Mount's putting up numbers. He's he's actually really cemented his role there. Yeah. And Conte got back recently, too. Kovacic. Yeah, yeah. They have a few returning players, but the, the Reese James injury and Chilwell.
1: The results are damning, too. Like I today, mean, it, you know? it,
0: it's, it's got to say something that as soon as Chilwell get, goes out, they start playing bad. Yeah, he was scoring a lot too. If I don't, re- if I remember correctly,
1: he he scores, he he assists. He's very good. I mean, like I, I said, like last year, I thought he he was my favorite left back. Up there with Reguilón, and then obviously Luke Shaw had a great season. But I always hold him in that regard. I thought that even he should have been on I'm the a, national team. I'm a Kieran Tierney Stan. Oh, he's nice too. Yeah, even he's though, been playing even though fucking yeah.
0: lights out too. He's yeah.
1: I mean, and you know that's one team. By the way, Arsenal. I I can't wait for City to play. They play soon, but. That's a team that's kind of been, aside from Albamion, like they have some pretty good depth now. Like before, they had to trip on, like, oh, fuck, we have to start Bellerin. It's like, no, well, they have a Tomiyasu has been a revelation. Oh, he's so good. Tierney, he's is, a tough bastard. He's tough. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, it's so uncharacteristic, by the way. Like, I can legit tell you, I've never seen a fullback that's, uh, you know, Asian that plays at that level. Like, I promise you, I can't think of a defender really. They're not known for that. But he's, like... Yeah, they're known for, like, uh, for their, they have some their, skillful their, attackers. their speed and speed attacking. You know, but I'm saying, like, wow, mm-hmm. I'm impressed. And, and for the scouting department to find him, I think he was playing at Torino, if I'm not mistaken. Like, wow, you know, master class of assigning. Well, our
0: Arsenal's always good at finding youth, developing
1: youth, and just oh. finding these little yeah. gems. Some would say uh, Hyde Park is uh, the new Masia. Well, at least Arteta would would mention that but
0: arsenal's always been good at developing talent yeah. yeah a lot of a lot of uh gifted players have come um
1: from arsenal well yeah they have the and de bruyne <laughs> uh emil smith rowe who's having a good season but but yeah i mean uh
0: Ooh, Odegaard too man he's he's dominating that midfield he's playing um, yeah he's playing top he's so i good. mean
1: it's just a, such an improvement from when they had ceballos and you know all these other bums uh but yeah man um, yeah,
0: um, and I, I remember telling you this last season around January or so, but <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs>
0: that, like, I say this fully tongue-in-cheek, uh, how does it feel to have
1: won the league at the end of December? Uh, <laughs> man, you know, and it's crazy because I've, I don't know, this it feels like... Do you feel it? Yeah, it feels like we did, man. Because you Ten know wins what? in a row already. Yeah. Um, In the league, of course. Healthy, healthy team, not too many injuries yeah uh defense is on no point no covid
0: related stuff really
1: uh, right so, so somebody i don't know if they were taking the piss and, and again another liverpool fan
0: if i'm if, yeah. they, i don't
1: know if you saw that tweet it probably got deleted i'm pretty sure but he was like he's like it's strange how COVID, like just doesn't benefit like does it It doesn't benefit <laughs> liverpool or something but city's all all fine and dandy and they're like taking advantage uh, of it it's <laughs> like my boy like what do you want Damn, us to do dude.
0: like not only <laughs> not only are they the richest <laughs> club but they have full control over a virus, huh? Yeah, yeah. They're like,
1: <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, considering all those factors, it seems like it, but I, I, it's too early to say that. I mean, I think uh, with the respect to the other teams as well, Chelsea and Liverpool, we're, I think, are always in the periphery. So. Yeah, we're
0: just seeing a very similar march, though. The oh, same yeah. as last season. I mean,
1: t- 10 games on the trot right now, currently. And, and I mean, you didn't
0: really have a down, like a downshift like you did last season where it's like, ah, man, it looks a little bit rough uh, in the first three two and a half three months or so yeah you know th- this whole season it's been very steady yeah i mean um, they
1: started a little slow the first month
0: well but, i mean like, that loss bad. with
1: spurs you know i mean we're always due for one. yeah in the first half of the season i don't know why but um yeah i mean after that they really picked it up well i mean and you know the only question mark is is the striker going to get fulfilled is is a left back going to be signed I think, by the way, Zinchenko has played okay. Like I, I've actually liked his performance, and he, he's starting to make a claim for. Hey, maybe I I am the left back. Mendy's for sure gone. Yeah, he's yeah, never coming um,
0: back. Oh man, the, the things just keep piling on for that guy. I think yeah, we spoke yeah. about that last week, but I, I don't know if I if I'd hang my hat on on uh, Zinchenko like leading that that position. There's um, better out
1: there, but You are
0: know, I yeah. mean, I he's serviceable in that position where it's it's like.
1: He's the weakest link, but even then it's like it's not a weak link, you know he's okay. he's prone to mistakes I don't,
0: so. I, but are they tested in that in that you know I was thinking about this earlier too, like now, now that we're on the topic where it's like how do you I was thinking about what kind of tactic, what kind of system, what kind of style would would give city trouble or like how do you bully the bully uh, it's, it's like, like do you punch back? No you play, do you, you play them at their at their game. There's very few managers and teams that can
1: play at that level and and intensity. It's Liverpool only, really. Or, you know, maybe Maybe. Chelsea. Or Bayern. But, yeah, yeah, Bayern. Maybe Madrid, you know, if if they on their best day, like, with, uh, you know, their best 11. But, you know, it's... um, I think, no, my opinion, the best way to beat City is is to play pragmatic, play shitty football. I'm saying, like, you know...
0: Yeah, but, like, how do you... But what I'm saying is, like, when I say how do you bully the bully is...
1: Like, how do you make them think twice of, like, how do you make them uncertain? Um, It's counters, counters. back. I mean, it's really, counters is really the only way you're going to, if you're trying to possess the ball against City, they press a lot, so it's very difficult. Um, And one of the things that Pep talks about adapting tactically to England versus Spain and, and is still trying to apply some of the same tenets of his football philosophy, he said that at first he tried to play everything on the ground in England, but he quickly realized that in England they love playing the aerial ball. And the first and the second and the third balls, you know, that's what you play for. So I think that's the best way to beat cities. You you play long aerial balls and you risk it. Counter, defend very tight uh, and just, you know, play aerial balls on on the counter. But, you know,
0: just once I would like to see a team like be on par with with uh, possession and, you know, passing statistics and
1: Liverpool is the closest that, you
0: know, man to man, you know, just blow for blow. That's I would why love it, to see a match like that. That's know? why to Liverpool see how City, City is to respond. Best.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It, I know like it's City tough. City
0: are very good on the front foot, but we've never really seen them where it's like, damn, we got outplayed
1: and and how would they respond to that? I don't think they I don't think there's many teams that outplay City right now. I mean That can. Yeah, it's just uh, the way they they play, they possess the ball a lot. That's just their their trademark, you know, you have the ball, you're you're not going to you're not going to get hurt as much, so that's what happens, but i mean like if i can just say in in recent memory psg played a good game against us this year um the first time i think the first group game that we lost to them and then also like liverpool this season i thought we should have beat them but they always play us very well because they have the the talent to to actually press us hard and then uh damn yeah at, at that point i was like man that was a good save by ederson uh but, yeah, I mean, there's not many teams that will do it. And credit to Pep, man. I, I know he has a, uh, an embarrassment of riches, as the you know, media likes to say, and, and the depth is stupid, and, and he has the best of the best. But, like, he also has, has just made it so I just love hard. how
0: every city conversation turns into that. Yeah, yeah. and you I, know, Twitter, Twitter kind of makes me just, uh, like, rub my eyes every <laughs> five seconds yeah. with, with those piss takes. Uh, it's and some valid. people like I don't yeah no of course see, that that is like something, but it's, it's at this point it's like it goes without saying yeah okay. it's, but it's always going to be brothers all the top teams have stupid money, I mean we're talking about Barcelona right now having money to to like realistic money to get Haaland. they got for Ferran Torres right I guess we should get into that too. Yeah, um, as a city fan, how does that how does that make you feel?
1: Well, he was my, my hot take of the season. You know, I, I, I predicted him to finish like golden boot. You know, I had all these high aspirations for him. He had a good uh, ending to last season and this season, and it just it just came out of nowhere. Really, like, well, obviously he got injured. He was playing very well, not only for City in limited in minutes, Spain too. but for Spain he was playing amazing. And then, uh, you know, he got uh, injured. I think he fractured a, a bone in his foot or something. And he was out for like a cool minute, and then the the rumors to to Barca started to arise, and I didn't really believe it because I didn't I don't know how they're affording it. Uh, by the way, I still I'm not sure how they're doing it, but well,
0: um, I, I guess a lot of deals, um, tra- like transfer deals, yeah. they're not necessarily paid all in bulk. All,
1: all, yeah, on demand, and so, then also City, you know, City probably has a,
0: a good relationship doing, with Barca, uh, and and there goes like I don't know if it's like a tinfoil hat necessarily thing or a hot take thing, but. I think uh, well one City aren't going to keep players that don't want to be there
1: no yeah and I, think I like that by fir- the way that's
0: first and foremost yeah yeah I like I think that, that benefits everybody
1: yeah Two, it's a smart thing to do but petty owners won't do it Daniel Levy you know yeah guys of like course that.
0: yeah um but two, and, and I think it makes somewhat sense for Levy's. Like, well, we're we're not going to strengthen you guys while weakening ourselves. <laughs> Regardless of the money you get, I don't know
1: if you get a one for one replacement for Kane. I, yeah, I didn't want Kane, by the way, so I'm happy it didn't happen. But
0: yeah, like it's just one of those things where it's yeah. like, well, why did you keep him if he's unhappy? And and it's, and it's shown he's got four goals in 19 games yeah. or however many games It's 16 games he's played.
1: Yeah, he's um, been underwhelming, but also at the same time, like, yeah, like City are getting. You know, direct rivals player, but we also had Lost Agüero, a, a top striker. So it's like a like for yeah, like replacement. It, yeah,
0: but he wouldn't have. He hasn't been a, a top striker in the last two seasons. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. still,
1: you know, we have a right to to go after a player of Harry Kane's stature, even if he's from our own league. But I, I'm glad it didn't happen, by the way. Yeah.
0: But anyway, um. So yeah. So City, uh, so City, yeah. Don't keep players that they don't want. And secondly, I always feel like Pep and Chiki are going to try and do Barcelona solido. When they can. Yeah. Whether it's, well, now it's two players this season, uh, Eric Garcia and yeah. Ferran Torres, um, you know, and they're going to be willing to accept <laughs> less money up front. One, they don't need it, and two, again, there, there's that affiliation.
1: Yeah. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Spanish players aren't, it, aren't to be trusted at City, man. <laughs> for, for real. It's rare. It's like, only I could say is David Silva that I... I don't know how he did it, you know? Like, I'm sure he wanted to go back to how Spain much, so some How
0: much is the actual, because we always hear about players leaving England or Manchester in particular because of the weather. How much of a factor is that?
1: I think it's a big part. But like I said, I, the, you know, the culture, the culinary the culinary availability, uh, it's just a bunch of things. You're not in your hometown where you can speak your native tongue. How uh, long is that flight? Uh, to Spain? Yeah. Uh, like probably the- like a... F- three four hours maybe okay i mean in first class is that is well, that if not you doable? have a jet yeah probably even quicker but i mean it's not for everybody man I, i've come to find that some players just need to be in their uh, safe space you know and that's, um yeah uh, mexican players oh well yeah yeah that's for sure i mean clint dempsey though he was the same you know he, he enjoyed europe he's like man once i came back to seattle i, I was just like man it's nice to be back you know in the uh, US, yeah, yeah uh, but I I'm happy for Ferran for the challenge he'll have. But I wish he would have stayed. I, I thought there was so much destined for him at City.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That it was all written for him. He even later. had the
0: 21 to continue yeah. the legacy. And uh,
1: I actually, I it was cool, but I I didn't feel like he deserved the 21. I you gotta I, for me you gotta give that to an, yeah you gotta give that to an attacking mid. You know, like I would have much preferred uh, Foden had that number really, but um. I think that number Forden's ultimately... Going for the 10. Well, yeah. Well, if, good luck getting that, of Grealish. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like Grealish deserved it. Yeah, I mean, and it's like... Uh, it's part of a kind of
0: pleasing him, too, to come.
1: Yeah, but yeah, according to him, he said he had no clue it was going to be his number. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it's just every, every player that, you know, is a crack is going to want the 10, but... I want that 21 to go to James McAtee or, or Cole Palmer and and then just carry the reins from there. But, yeah, uh, gutted to see him go, but I'm sure he's going to do well in Spain.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think uh, Ferran Torres was going to be... Uh, he was shaping up to be the next uh, best striker for, for City. I felt like Pep was going to mold him into that sort yeah. of player. I was, His finishing is... Already elite in yeah. my eyes. Yeah, he's really good. so. You know, hopefully Barcelona doesn't stunt his growth. Um, and for competition's sake, I, I hope he does well at Barcelona. I think he's a good player. Never really wanted him to join there. Never thought he would, but you just you just can't deny that that appeal and that that pull that. Barcelona and Madrid have,
1: and he's also guaranteed more more playing time. Yeah, that, that, I think that's one point. of the
0: main things too. Is he's going to be not only uh, getting more playing time, but one of the focal points. Because yeah. uh, Memphis hasn't turned out to be who everyone thought he would, uh, but I could have said that.
1: But he he was solid under Coleman. I mean, he wasn't great, but he was probably one of their better players. But I think um, under, I think that was a
0: Coleman thing rather than just a.
1: Well, no, I mean, <sighs> uh, there was some there's something there. A I mean I don't know. I, mean, I all I know is that he's not going to function in a Chavi team. I I don't think he has a function there uh, in the in the long run.
0: Well, he's not technical enough. He's not uh he, he, he's just does, not a, he's just not a Spanish type player. Yeah,
1: he's not he also doesn't he lacks the the effort, you know, the the drive, the engine to play in a system like that. Um so yeah, it was under Chavi, I don't I'm not surprised, but uh I think Ferran is by the way and I, I would have much I'll be honest, I would have much preferred uh that uh you know, Barca take uh, Sterling instead of Ferran. It's kind of crazy to say, but, I mean, I just like Ferran so, so much. He's so well-rounded, you know. I mean, they yeah, have yeah, a really yeah. top player in him. Versatile, too. You could throw him on the wing or the striker, really.
0: I wonder how many appearances he had for, for City. I guess I can pull that up. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, if I had to guess, probably, like, about, like, 32 yeah, if <laughs> like, I had to that, guess. that's I've, your exact number I've literally never looked at it yeah all right all right let's find out and that's uh, including cup comps and everything you man know?
0: you were close oh, you yeah. were very close 28 sheesh
1: yeah see it's... which is crazy dude two like one and a half seasons 28 appearances and he's like all right peace so they signed him when they first signed him he didn't play the first month or two because because pep's like we're trying to get him acclimated to the system to the system And then he started playing, but more as a sub. And when he would, he'd Cup games. Yeah, and then then the injury just ruined it. Nine goals, 28 games. Man, yeah. It kind of sucks. But, you know, in the grand scheme, like for whatever striker City end up going for, if they do, I think it's—Fran will be an afterthought after that. So, we'll see.
0: Yeah, and we'll see if he does good for Barcelona.
1: Yeah. Barcelona, I mean, like
0: as of now, and in their like the way things are working out with their youth and their their players and everything, it sounds kind of sexy. But I, it's I'm still not bought in. Oof. Yeah. Uh,
1: but Gavi. Got yeah. Fati. Yeah, those two included. Pedri. <laughs> Pedri's the truth. He's nice, but he, we'll only say that because he's a La, Las Palmas guy, right? Uh, <laughs> sure. Nah, but I mean that that young team is coming along but they're like i said they mimic arsenal for me right now and in, in, their, in their early infancy when they were getting rid of the deadwood but they're, they're still a long ways out from becoming a, a successful team like that's the one thing that uh, ferran has to keep in mind you went to, to barca get ready to not win trophies for yeah, at least two yeah. three seasons you know <laughs> man he's got he's more likely to win silverware with spain before he does with barca now whereas with city I mean, at least he could say he has a prem now, you know. Sure, yeah. I, mean, uh, that's I the one like thing as you big heck... of like how big
0: of an influence you were on that. You know, I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <You know>, It's <laughs> really like, like, like
1: Like when Ronaldo, I mean, I know he did play a much bigger role than Ferran, but uh, I didn't feel that he was the main motivating motivating force over United's league titles early. You know, when Rooney and and you know these guys were in their prime. Um, oh, I, I see. what you but mean. But it's just yeah. good to have that on under your, on your resume, like Premier League champ. Yeah. You know this. You know so. Yeah, we'll see how it goes, man. I mean, um, I'm curious to see what's going to happen to Dembele because he's also on the, on the rumor. Well, well,
0: at first it was like, well, no, it's, you know we want to stay. It's confirmed, this and that. And uh, you know we will be extending with Barcelona. And now all of a sudden the money that he wants, hey, Barcelona's not ready to cough up. And then uh, I guess his agent or something said, well, they don't want to pay us what we're asking for but suddenly, because they don't have money, but suddenly they have money for, uh, for, for Holland. Pound? Oh yeah. Well, and and fit on, but yeah, but yeah, they have money and saying that they want you know Holland. Kind of doesn't make sense uh, from from Dembele's people. It's like yeah, of course anybody's gonna find money for Holland. Yeah, you know, with your dodgy ass injury history, how many games has he told has he played without getting hurt? Like not so. Sub- how many games has he played a full ninety for yeah. Barcelona? I don't know if he's played more than ten.
1: Yeah, no, I mean... <laughs> In three seasons, I believe. His first season was his best, and then after that, every season just got worse and worse. And, you know, so I, I have no pity for him, but, you know, I would say come to the Prem, you know. It's to crazy Newcastle. that he
0: was, yeah, because they're going to pay him whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, but it's crazy that he was the Mbappe of, like, three or four years ago.
1: I think he well-merited that, that he tag good. as He well. was good. He was very Dorman, good. At dormant he was really good, you know. He was just uh, clinical. I mean, I, like I know we we love Vinicius, right? And I think he's having a spectacular season. But I'm saying like that level, even maybe a few notches above that, uh, in terms of being more clinical. Um, you know, there's other things Vinicius does better. But I'm saying like this guy was dead as good. You know? No, no, Dembele has great finishing. That's one thing I love. He's uh, two footed as any player. Two footed, and uh, he's
0: like you said, clinical. He, yeah, he can he can finish with the best of them.
1: Um, but. Hey, that's football, man. I mean, best
0: ability is availability.
1: Yeah, that's one thing. That's definitely when he's not
0: shown with uh, Barcelona. Uh huh. Uh, So for him to be asking for forty mil a year, man, that's you got a lot of nerve. You got a lot of nerve. I don't know if it's forty mil a year or forty mil total, but I mean, I I don't suspect that it's just forty mil for three or four years because you know for for that kind of ego, I mean, you got you got some balls, kid yeah and apparently he's done some shit assery to get out of every club that he's gone to (laughs) uh, to leave ren he i I don't know he he said that he didn't want to be there anymore and they were forced to sell him and then at dortmund you remember he he missed practice yeah and he didn't play for like two weeks or something until they said fuck this all right you you can go to barcelona so yeah yeah, the, the dude's kind of a knob on top of everything
1: yeah, I mean, at some, sometimes you can get away with that, but you know, you if know when you're, for, when you what you've shown in the last two, three years, yeah, yeah those days are yeah, over. The, yeah,
0: yeah, kid, you're not, you're not that, you're not Mbappe anymore. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, you know. And speaking of of Holland, you know, he's red hot on everybody's tongue. Everyone wants to sign him already. You know.
1: There is this uh, picture that surfaced, and a, a city fan shared it. He was uh, in Norway, like going to Manchester. Mm-hmm uh on a flight to manchester or something and, oh. and he was wearing like the same uh off-white or I th- yeah i think it was off-white or louis v uh backpack and he had like and I, it looked like him and i was like dang this is this guy gonna come to the city nah <laughs> but i I think every every team would love him like i did say i, I think joao felix is a better fit but yeah, who's gonna say no to Holland? i mean yeah at this point so you
0: know it's uh, you know his numbers speak for themselves
1: yeah i no, think official. he's got
0: more than one goal per appearance for for uh Dortmund?
1: yeah and then if you factor in assists even though i know they're not like creative assists but you know um i mm-hmm. think he's just a he, well, well-rounded player man and uh he's lefty i love that you know you don't get a lot of those kind of players we'll see we'll see where he ends up i mean he's on he's on everybody's tongue he's like mbappe you would know? you be
0: surprised if he ends up at Bar- bayern munich
1: uh no I wouldn't but it it would it would piss me off but I know it wouldn't surprise me would because... you stop being a fan? No no I I love Haaland. like you know I just I'm not gonna root for him as hard for sure because I actually lo- I like Dortmund actually Dort- Dortmund is one of my favorite clubs in Germany so it, it's just a great tandem for me I, I almost vicariously enjoy their wins and obviously Gio Reyna and then Pulisic came from there Um but it's just I like the club now if he goes to Bayern. Join the list of players that have done it, man. Lewandowski did it, you know? Literally the same the same fucking trajectory. So he would be the perfect Lewandowski replacement if I'm honest. So Yeah. So they, they probably already went in his ears like, hey man, just run down your contract. You know, <laughs> but Mito. his
0: contract's not over until the following season. Yeah. It's just that at the end of this season why why he's so hot on everybody's uh on everybody's uh list is because his uh, his release clause, clause yeah. is uh is a paltry uh, seventy mil or seventy five mil, which for a player like that, it's it's ridiculous. It's, it's super low. So yeah. you know to activate it, you know, it, I mean, it's not even going to necessarily be that. I'm sure it's going to turn into a bidding war. That's just like the gonna, minimum bid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what his contract says. But Bayer, uh Dortmund is can definitely sell for more than that, and uh, unless he specifically says hey. I want to go to X team.
1: Oh, he has his pick. That's one thing he has. You know, he has his pick. Of, he can go he can, wherever he wants. He can
0: go wherever he wants, yeah.
1: And Mino Raiola, I, that's I, the only thing I hate is that that's his agent. Oh, what a I, play. I can't stand that guy. Uh, but
0: but he does. I think he he's he's okay with being the face of whatever uh, whatever um, uh, demands that the player wants. Yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, the the player's... That he represents are generally very quiet about their contracts and and where they want to go and and uh, all that shit. While Raiola is you know f- you know just f- letting him fly. You know we want this. He's gonna be worth that blah blah blah. Uh. So like at some point the players got to communicate that to him, right? Right. No, the player I, The players got to be like, all right, tell them I want this much, you know. So I, I wouldn't say that the players are completely innocent, and that's including Pogba and whoever else he. He represents.
1: Oh, yeah, no, he, no, it's just, Rayola's just a Bellin, um, like, flat out, you know. He's just, he's an idiot. I mean, he, he talks uh, very stupidly, like, when when City didn't want to offer Yaya Torre a new contract, he said that Pep has racist tendencies and he's not so, it's just <laughs> like shit like that. It's like, my boy, you're, you're an idiot, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I understand, I love his uh, efforts in, in getting his players into the best situations. He also demands the biggest agent fee, I think only behind maybe George Mendes who who represents like you know Ronaldo and a lot of other guys but yeah man I mean we'll see we'll see it's just sometimes it's looking it's looking like Haaland is very close to leaving cuz in his final in his last game for Dortmund he waved off at the fans for a while a lot of people made a lot of light about that so who knows maybe he finds a new home this winter did they end up in the Europa League um I want to Oh, no, I think they even missed that spot. They did really bad in in the Champions League.
0: Yeah. I want to say yeah, they got let me, fourth. Let
1: me let me pull that up. Yeah. Um but yeah, we'll see. I mean obviously right now the two hottest strikers, forwards that are are being mentioned is him and Blachowicz. I forgot to mention them last week, but that's another guy who where every top team is rumored to. Um not every, but a lot of them. Uh so yeah, I I wouldn't be mad if City went after him. I think he, he's set to leave. He's, he seems more set to leave than Haaland, I think, because he, you know, Fiorentina has no bargaining chips anymore. Either he runs out his contract or they sell him now.
0: Yeah, you got to cash out. You definitely got to cash out if you're Fiorentina, and uh, it looks like he's got enough suitors too. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: Arsenal are even interested, but I don't know how realistic that one is.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Arsenal's got money, and if they want to invest, and if he's interested in that project too.
1: Would he improve them? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's like yeah. you know, it's so. Yeah, I think course. the striker is so hard to predict. Uh, obviously, oh yeah, yeah, of course, it's hard to predict. Like obviously, he can join a good team, better system. Sometimes strikers are, are better at shit teams. You know, Wilfred Bony, um, Jovic. I'm not saying Frankfurt is shit, but compared in reference to Madrid, it's just you get to that big stage, and and those t- you know your scoring tendencies mm-hmm. aren't the same anymore. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, you, you got see. you got to. You got to share that ball, man. And that's what I love about Haaland, by the way. Like, each each level up that he's made, he's lived up to the hype every time and only improved even. You know, he went to Dortmund, and I thought, well, yeah, you were great at Salzburg. I'm not fully bought in yet. Uh, now I'm like, all right. Yes. It's like, well, <laughs> it's undoubted now, you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's – I'll be surprised if a lot of these deals go through this winter. But I, I love winter deals. It's like my, <laughs> it's my – it's my little, like – slept on enjoyment cuz like that's when I remember when we got Laporte it was in in a winter transfer you're, uh, window it's your a guilty pleasure it's like a guilty pleasure yeah cuz a lot of people are against it um for like a few reasons it does
0: disrupt disrupt balance but when you get like a stud like you said like Laporte yeah who who filled in in a very a very immediate need and yeah and it was out out of
1: the out of the blue really yeah, it's one of
0: those um well, Bebauer are, aren't like aren't a very low profile team, and they're actually pretty pretty high up usually in Spain. Decent
1: academy as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Man, it was so shocking. Like I've like never heard of this guy. Like, guy looks kind of funny. I'm not. He has like that Stonehenge look face, you know, dif- definitive brow ridge, and uh, he he lived up to the hype. But I mean, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what winter moves happen. Obviously, Marshall. Is another another big guy that people are talking oh, about? Oh yeah, he's
0: he's uh he's confirmed that he wants to leave. He uh, said as much, and uh, I guess Sevilla is off the table now. A lot of talk of it was uh, I think a loan move, but Sevilla not interested. Not interested, or or I think United monetarily they
1: can't. Yeah, because I heard United were asking for a pretty penny. Rightfully so, he's a top yeah. player. But uh, anyway. yeah, I don't know if I was, if I want to say top player
0: but he should have been or he could be. It's just like I, I don't know, he's still kind of young too. It's he
1: is, he is, but I just think right if you're you're at United like right now currently the way things are you're not ex- exhibiting your best football. I know last season Bruno was great. Uh, this season he's been uh, less, you know, Most, uh, less consistent uh, chances created. Yeah, but that you know, I'm talking about you know even from scoring and and you know I I think I see him flail his arms more than actually press the ball sometimes <laughs> things like that. Uh, Gary, he's Neville, got a high engine. I don't know if you saw his uh, Gary Neville's rant on on him and, and Ronaldo. He was pretty upset. I was, uh, you know, I don't, I I don't I don't say it's the all end all be all or that it's true, but I mean I, I think a lot of people are struggling on that team right now, and I think Marshall. Needs that move, and I think he's still a, a very good prospect. Man. I, yeah, I yeah.
0: I mean, do you remember his first appearance? Yeah. You remember know, that goal against Liverpool? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, like, who's this kid? He comes from Monaco, and they spent so much on him, and he fuck, evil, all of yeah. a sudden. Seven years later, you would have thought that, hey, he developed into this amazing player. This you, you can't really deny him a starting spot or, you know, a, a World 11, even. It's just and now re- it's yeah.
1: how it's regressed so bad. I just can't from think of many high. players that have improved under the United roof, you know? Um, I mean, aside from their Academy guys who Greenwood, uh, you know, obviously burst on the scene very young, kind of plateauing, but I think he's one of the few jewels that they still have that they can improve, but nobody's really reached that top level. Uh, Rashford
0: has regressed a lot. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Oh man. What a terrible shot he had. This yeah. It, to. I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> uh, was it a shot or a cross? I don't Why, know. Uh, it's hard to tell,
0: but, uh, United have have been in this excuse me in this crazy uh, situation where they're not a team that's necessarily going to develop a lot of talent because they have the money to to buy talent they have they have the money to make big transfers and you know that's all good and well but when you make the wrong ones when you make the wrong managerial appointments or managerial appointments that that ended up not working out. And yeah,
1: that's that's the main thing. Because they,
0: I, I think, more or less, they've supported every manager they've brought in.
1: Yeah, but so you know, so that
0: that argument, I don't want to hear it from any uh, Manchester United fans or pundits. But they've they've always spent a lot, and they have the money to do so, and that's that in itself isn't a problem. The problem is, is where has that money gone, and it's nowhere productive.
1: And and that's my biggest issue. Like when people say, "Well, money, yeah, they bought the league." Well, you know, United spent a fair amount of money, but the 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 way the staff is implemented and the management plays a role in, in if players like Marshall continue they, to grow and improve or they don't. They and,
0: didn't have a director of football, which I think is going to be the biggest downfall for United. And I know that they're they've taken a good step in getting Ralph Ranick into that sort of position for the future, but. But they hired a banker to do a lot of that, that front office work. It's not that's not gonna work. You you need to have someone that knows. They're and, operating
1: it like a business, you know?
0: And and Manchester United is, for all intents and purposes, a business, it's a publicly traded entity. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So so uh that that's where their downfall has been. They they've rested on their laurels. They've let Sir Alex have too much of uh influence, and Okay, maybe you don't implement a lot of talent. A lot of top teams don't implement a lot of youth talent wholesale, like maybe Arsenal does, or even Barcelona to an extent. Um, who else does it pretty well? Chelsea. Yeah. But, yeah. I see, Chelsea. Know, but, they, but, they're. You good know, the, the counterbalance to that is hire the right people. Instead, they spent big on Eric Bailly, who seemed like a stud in a much lesser team like Valencia, um, or was it Villarreal? It was uh, one of the oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, I remember
1: him in a submarine kid. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alex
0: Teles, uh, Fred, who I'm still kind of, uh, I don't know. I, I I feel bad that he gets he gets so much criticism, but I think he's a pretty good player. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, um, Juan Bisaka, as great of a tackler he is, <laughs> has turned out to be. You know, I don't know. I don't know on top of a skeet slurper kind of a yeah <laughs> he was pretty
1: good at a uh, palace you know but like i said you know it's just uh,
0: who's a uh, who, there's a good defender uh for uh for, for palace for palace right now and someone tweeted uh
1: yeah man, so, man, so he, needs to,
0: he needs to he needs to chill out because uh, something. Like that, yeah because like? uh united are about to spend 50 million on him. <laughs> yeah. i thought that was pretty funny um but yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think uh, I think United's problems has has been exactly their spending, and that's due to a lack of a director of football, straight up.
1: Yeah, I mean they just they've thrown money at at their problems, and it it works sometimes. That's not necessarily
0: a problem. Like when people try to say that about City, uh, yeah, they have it. Why why not spend it correctly? Well, that's Unlike- the
1: thing. Yeah, no, but that's the thing. City don't throw it. They know they know every. They're down. They're down to every inch on how the player is going to be implemented. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have a very good schematic, and that's what United have lacked. So for me, throwing money is like what Newcastle are probably going to do when, when they're ready. Well, they're already rumored for Tierney for Dembele, and yeah. that right there is a mistake on its own. Because <laughs> talent, talent will will get you somewhere, but it won't it won't get you the silverware. You know, uh, Chelsea threw a lot of money, didn't have the right manager. Now they have the right manager. Now it's working. But I think yeah, United need to. Just look at the bigger picture. I think they're so concerned with instant profits. Hire the right people. Wait those two three years for the development and and play style, and then you'll reap I, the benefits. I, I think uh, I think United in about a season are able to. If
0: Ranek has shown that he has a good eye for talent and and direction, maybe not for managing anymore, uh, but but you know if they allow him to have full reins and and uh, get someone. Like a uh, Woodward off the board, then uh, then they'll be in a good position to make good choices.
1: I think as long as Sir Alex approves, they'll be fine.
0: <laughs> and that's uh... another thing. Just just stop, stop. Even if it's just the media thing, oh, because it, but whether whether or not he has any sort of sway within the organization itself, uh, you know, going to him for opinions in the media is. It's so toxic. You know, it it doesn't serve anything. <laughs> if he still wanted to be there and if he wanted full swing, then let him still manage. He didn't want that anymore. Okay. Then don't go to him for any decisions anymore. He retired. Let him go. It's just just yeah. let him have season tickets every season. It's the romantic they're the, the romantic. Let, let him get that booth he wants every every season so and watch as Alex an angry Freebeat. fan. Let yeah. him be an angry fan.
1: But don't don't she... let him have a voice
0: within the organization. Uh... It's toxic.
1: Sheesh, a lot of, of, of it. purists would have been. Like, that's Fergie, mate. Yeah, be, be thankful it is, it for is. what he brought to this club, and, and he's right? gonna
0: have a great statue if he doesn't already. But you know, it's yeah. about it's about time that that they they let go of Fergie.
1: Yeah, but you know,
0: and I've said that a million times already. Yeah, that's, that's um, not new.
1: But I think, uh I, know, I think we covered, uh a majority of everything i mean
0: you did mention neville and and this is kind of going back to the fixture congestion i know i know it's kind of uh, going back and forth but um uh he did say that uh a lot of these teams have you know youth they have like over 35 players you know play youth. if you don't if you have you know a great academy and stuff why are you complaining about not having enough available players due to covid covid should not be an excuse anymore
1: <laughs>
0: you remember that did you hear anything I about I think that? i
1: do remember hearing that um, I, But I do agree with him because I understand where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. But it's a bit tone deaf because there's few teams that have such good of an academy that they can implement players like that streamline. It's very rare. You know, Chelsea, City, Liverpool.
0: I mean, even even uh, academies that have really talented players like your Cole Palmer or... Eddie and Techia, whoever it is, I know yeah. Techia, Harvey has, Elliott,
1: you know, has like a experience, yeah. right?
0: But play a team with players like that, you know, you're not going to be all that great. Still, you know,
1: right? They're going to learn on the job. But I think, like I said, tactics plays a big role. I think when you simplify the tactics for a young player, um, and against the shit teams, obviously you're not going to start them against Liverpool away. You know, that's just like overkill. But I think yeah, there's room for that. But I think I, that's what Gary Neville aspires United to be, you know, amongst those uh, teams that can do that. And I think they have the capability and it's just it's annoying that they haven't got there yet. I mean, for, for the for their fans. Should, like, should
0: teams do like an NBA thing where they're getting a uh, 10 day players?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that used to be uh, pretty good. I think, do we need a football version of ISO Joe? Yeah, maybe we need like an expansion draft of players from the NCAA. And I, I mean, I, I really, it's hard to tell, man. Um,
0: oh, a nice little chop.
1: It says United have shown no signs of promise for me to be like, well, they're turning a corner, but they really need to start thinking about what they want to do about their manager, most importantly, um, once that is set in stone. And what kind of players are they going to go for? You know, What kind of system are they going to want to play? And those questions haven't been answered yet. It's very young. I'm not going to shit but, on right. But the teams,
0: they, they have a... There's a first team, and maybe not necessarily all guys make it onto the team sheet. Yeah. Um. But that that, that first team has, like, I think, like, 35 or so players or under 40. Of so. United? No, for oh. all teams.
1: Oh, All yeah, teams yeah.
0: Have, have a... Like, even if it's a guy that's, like, 18 or 19 that's not getting uh, any playing time, they're, he's still getting paid... Oh yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah. pretty handsomely. Yeah, uh, to to be on the team, he, regardless if he's not on the bench or not.
1: Yeah, no, or no, on but, the bench or not. You know, my my reasoning being for like uh, the sake of. Uh,
0: but but what I'm saying is like they under those guys understand the tactics too because they're training with with well, the main guys. Oh,
1: but that's the thing. Like their tactics, they don't work. Is is what I'm saying. Like they don't work. There's no type of. Uh, there's no type of ingenuity, right? So, like, for example, and I hate to talk about City so much. I know I do, but it's because it's the team that I watch the most. But when, when Pep can uh, start Cole Palmer and start him at the false nine, it's because that's what he already does for the EDS team. And there's he knows what to look for, and, and he knows what kind of passes he's going to have available and, and all that, right? I, I feel like if there's a player on United that is going to get thrown into the fire, it's gonna be like a pickup game for him. I don't know if there's a, exactly a, a a role that he he expects to play. If there's a player that he can mirror and be like, oh well, I'm gonna have to do what Ronaldo does. Well, well yeah.
0: Well, that's what I mean. Is even even in a team that's not as organized as City, like like United, those players are still they're still training and, and doing the practice matches with the starting eleven. Right they're, right. they're divided into three or four teams. They they're they're playing. They're they're given. Uh, to instructions and stuff they're not obviously playing at that high level like you would a Ronaldo or a you know a Saka or something but they're they're still with those guys and they still kind of have an idea of how to play
1: yeah but I think like uh, there's no there's no idea in play to to get the most out of them and and, and play in a real match yeah in a real match you yeah, oh, in it's training, nine and yeah, yeah. In training it's like yeah it's different man but like when you play against teams that organize well and It's like you're gonna have a tough time, and I was watching some highlights of the last game they played, and Ronaldo he keeps making runs, trying to make runs past the the final line, and it's like, well, that that's nice and all, but there's no system in play to even find you, my boy. You're you're kind of wasting your runs. It's just well, he's he's
0: making the runs that that he's that he knows a player that like he's making a run that
1: Marcel is gonna pick out. It's always but, worked for him, but that's my point. Yeah, it's just you, that United yeah, don't have that. Exactly. Yeah. United don't have a Marcelo
0: or a Benzema or something to feed him the ball.
1: Right. And it's like, yeah, it's, they're just there's a very discombobledness. Yeah, the, the chemistry is pretty bad. Yeah, but, um, you know, that, that was always an issue. It was there with Ollie and it's still there now. But, it's like I said, the manager is the biggest thing, and that's what they need to get, and we'll see. I mean, they have some, some prospects. Like, Greenwood, I think, in, in a proper system... We're talking about, like, he's in the same classes as ESR and Foden. And, I mean, I know maybe that's even kind of out of reach right now, but I'm saying he can be in that conversation, but he's not because he's not in a system that will allow him to get into the right spots. But And he can't try to emulate Ronaldo because what Ronaldo does is, is just, that's Ronaldo, you know. He, the guy's just a legend. He's, you're not going to be able to expect the same, Man, his, his, you know.
0: You know, it's not a stat, but that the – the. Positioning for that guy is crazy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, moving on from that, I uh, feel like we're missing something. <laughs> nothing. Nothing else significant happened.
1: Um, no, not not that I remember. I just have a. I mean, just the only thing I have fresh in my mind are the rumors. But you know, we'll get into that. I mean, I know we already pretty much touched. To we already touched on most of them. But I actually forgot to mention as well. I think this surfaced this week. Uh, Was uh, Ricardo Pepe pretty much finalizing agreements with Wolfsburg? Uh, And then uh, Veghorst, who they have, their strikers kind of rumored to go elsewhere. I think Newcastle's one of the rumored teams that he might go to, which kind of would be a waste of money, but (laughs) they love those kind of strikers like Joe Ellington. It's um, (laughs) a. You know, yeah, it's just. I
0: don't know. It's the mistake that we knew that they were going to make, just throw money on a player that that they're vaguely familiar with and, and pay too much. I think there was a a quote or something out there saying that uh, uh Newcastle are like uh, they're complaining that that there's a price for a player and then there's there's a separate price for Newcastle.
1: Huh.
0: You know, we, well yeah bitch, we know you got money and we know you're going to spend it stupidly.
1: Yeah. I I I can totally relate to that. I know where where they're coming from. And it's so annoying because it does uh it does hinder you a lot cuz you're only allowed to spend a certain amount and now I have to pay so much more for it just, yeah, it, it,
0: it's it, it, it's trouble for haggling and all yeah. that shit and like, that's why I love it which that. is why I think uh, yeah. there's another reason that City are so uh, they're so uh, um, flexible or open to letting players go that don't want to go because they want to create good relationships yeah so so that that, that might help with with uh, transfers and stuff in the future and it's like well yeah, we got we more or less did you guys a solid so just, yeah. just operate in good faith with us in the future, and there's not going to be any problems. Pep Pep
1: really changed the culture with that because before, I mean... Probably Cheeky. Well, well, Cheeky's always existed, like, even with Pellegrini and Mancini, but before it was like, we got to get this player, okay, they're asking for this, pay it. And now Pep's like, no, they're asking for too much money, we're not going to do that. So, I mean, it, it's it's a good thing. I, I I don't like players, I don't like... I know it's not my money, I just don't like City to play an arm and a leg for a player that, for for Liverpool or for... Other teams that are more fiscally responsible, they're gonna offer him for like twenty mil less, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I could totally see where Newcastle. Well, fans they would are have from. Van
0: Dyke if that was in the case, and
1: all, well, those, I mean, all those things. Wait, what do you mean? Like, who would uh, who would have Van Dyke? City, like you said, the way that Pep operates. No, but I mean, like, listen, we we spent fifty mil on Ruben Diaz, right? Uh, i think we're comfortable spending the money but when you're asking like 140 for Kane or whatever like no that's too much or whatever like there's there's certain amounts that it's like no it's just way too much money for example harry Maguire, we were almost nailed on to sign them Mm -hmm. and then they asked for way too much money and then united for what we were being quoted for and this is all allegedly united ended up paying less and they got them but it's just like that city have that reputation that yeah they have money so they're Mm -hmm. I mean, I I know how it is. Even in real life, it happens. Like, you know, a a rich kid, you go into a rich kid's neighborhood, you're selling an eight for 60 bucks. Yeah, (laughs) But it's like, yeah, yeah, I I get it. But I like that. The culture has changed for city now where they don't do that as often. So, yeah,
0: (laughs) it's that and and relationship building
1: for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because now city also are, uh, and I don't care for this too much, but their net spend is much better now. Like, they're actually selling for profit. Ferran, you know. uh,
0: That, that's a big come up.
1: You know, that's just, there's, there's. Sold it for double, right? Yeah yeah more than double. more than double even really uh well if add-ons do come to fruition which i don't think they will unless it's personal add-ons like if it, like he gets a golden boot or something i mean not golden boot but if he ha- achieves a certain For amount of stats
0: appearances and yeah. shit like that but if
1: it's like uh success related like tournament related nah they should be good but yeah uh so yeah like i said Pepe, he's rumored to wolfsburg wolfsburg is currently three points uh out of relegation yeah they're not looking too be- too good right now uh Last season, they were much better, um, but yeah, right now they're struggling. They have a good uh,
0: history, so.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they've had a lot. Actually, had some pretty good strikers in their time. Um, my favorite being Dzeko. I That's where he got his big break, but, you know, also got not C-10. Doesn't Ozil come from Wolfsburg? I think he does too, yeah. Uh, or
0: Schalke. No, De- he
1: comes from Schalke, but I think he played at Wolfsburg. De Bruyne played at. De Bruyne, yeah. De Bruyne is probably their best uh, all time, I'd say. <laughs> Ahead of Ozil? Uh, I mean, it's just that's a World Cup winner. No, I know, but uh, w- at, during his time there, you know, during his time there, uh, w- you know, the is this playing, record. Yeah, yeah the his record. He just he was playing he was playing out of his skin. I was watching the match the other day of uh, when Wolfsburg beat Bayern, or just the highlights, and he was playing against Pep's Bayern, which was funny, and kind of ironic, in, in the grand scheme. Ah, man, and t- he, he tapped him up. He, yeah, I mean, he was just like, pff, um, unplayable. Well, the, uh, there's there's a
0: little bit more concacaf related transfer stuff. Uh, one with Pepe, which is, uh, I guess, almost a done thing. He wants to go in January for sure. Um, but you gave me another one, uh, Paul Ariola.
1: Oh yeah, to America.
0: Ariola is he of is he of um, Hispanic descent?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's a uh, he was born in in Southern California, like. San Diego area, but he, he he really got his big break in Liga Amequis, so... Really? Yeah? yeah, yeah, he he was uh, one of the better players for Cholos when they were first bursting on the scene. Ah, yeah, uh, That's how I knew about him, and then, uh, you know, Klinsman started calling him up, and ever since then, he was kind of like a mainstay. He's not like, he's not going to go down as a memorable U.S. player, but I've always enjoyed his performances, I mean... He's like for me, like I see him as legit, as Vertical. Well. like that 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 level. Vertical, player. yeah, you know he's not Gio Reyna level or Pulisic, but you know he's he's a good serviceman. He's and going I, to I, America. Going to America, it's you know I'm curious what his role there will be, but I'm rooting for him. Yeah, I think it'll be
0: cool. There's another one that's kind of surprising. Uh, Toronto are are apparently signing a uh, Lorenzo Insigne Yeah, from uh, uh, Napoli.
1: Yeah, and and Belotti as well from Torino. That's a big one, though. Yeah, it's, that's possibly it's up there with some one some of the biggest MLS signings that we've ever seen. Um, and I mean this maybe not so for m- much for star power, although for me they are stars. But the age they're getting them at, you know, ready made to play for four or six years if they He's want 30. to. Uh, Small you know, guy, 5-4. yeah, so.
0: Just about they're they're just getting a Jovinko replacement.
1: Well, yeah, Jovinko's been gone for a a while now. He's been playing in Saudi Arabia. But Jovinko was a hit, but even Jovinko was never as good as Insigne was at any point. Like, when he was playing for Juve, he was an afterthought. He wasn't getting playing time, which is the whole reason that he even went to MLS. Um, And this was a really good US side at the time, you know. We're talking about... The best side that they've had. Yeah, you know. So it's just like, it's a hard team to break into. But still, you know, Insigne for me is much better than, than Jovinko. You think so? Yeah, yeah, man. I mean... I mean Jovinko would would Jovinko have gotten the same amount of playing time or success with Napoli as a uh, as a uh, Insigne has? I don't think so. I, I although I, I like Jovinko, I'm just saying in comparison to Insigne, I think in every category he's almost better. I mean not only like if you want mm-hmm. to even look at it from the national team pers- perspective, you know, Insigne has way more caps, way more goals. Mm-hmm. And actually I don't even know, but I'm I'm just assuming. I'm pretty sure. Uh you know, and then Belotti too, man. Belotti for me is is a sleeper, man. That guy, he's too. I feel like he, sh- it's incredible. I don't think he should be going to MLS. I so. think he's gonna shit all over the league. Yeah, dude, it's gonna be insane. He's gonna become a household name if he comes to to this. He's item. a
0: he's a hard worker. Yeah, he he's, looks like he could
1: live in Philadelphia. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, what you looking at? <laughs> uh, like that type of dude, but. <laughs> Like for me, bro, like to be, he could be playing in the prem if he wanted to.
0: You're telling me like he's a he's a monster, dude. He he's he's physical, he's strong, fast.
1: Like we saw players like Graziano Pell play for Southampton. What's stopping him, Belotti? But I know what these guys are going after. He's better than
0: Graziano too.
1: Yeah, I think so as well. But But he played in
0: Torino, the the kind of a shit team. Yeah, he's gonna
1: get paid. Yeah, he's gonna get paid a lot. Yeah, that's what it is. It's the money. Yeah, the money is the motive, and I think uh, U.S. investors. And Canadian are are wise to it now. They know that investing in these players, it pays out in the end. Yeah, yeah
0: uh, uh, Bellotti kind of has that racially ambiguous look too.
1: Yeah, like he's he's like definitely <laughs> dabbled in the Kool Aid in his uh, past. Pedigree. Yeah, his,
0: yeah, his his uh, lineage. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I always felt like like if this wasn't a footballer, like he looks like he could be a boxer too. You know, he, he mm-hmm. has like that swollen he's, face, he's
0: a, dude. He's a, he's, a, he's a unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's. Uh, I mean, Bobby's- and and Jovinko bossed the league. He oh, bossed the league. He oh he bossed the oh
1: yeah MLS yeah dude. But um I think Insigne with those two you know oh well, yeah is it confirmed with Belotti though? It's all it's pretty much almost confirmed. Um but the Insigne one is for certain. Belotti is still yeah, in the yeah, works. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, that'd be insane. But uh yeah Toronto man Toronto has a good uh history with with uh Italian players and just European players at a, a whole. So we'll see. But Toronto
0: aren't in the same situation that they were back then because they had a pretty good nucleus. Yeah. Um, with uh with Bradley and uh, Josie Altador uh, Altador
1: Michael Bradley.
0: Yeah. Um. So Pinko. it's it, it would be interesting to see how how those guys can uh, can dominate, you know, along with uh with whoever Galaxy decides to get. Hopefully. Fuck. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I don't get. I don't have any hope in Galaxy currently. They, they,
0: and in your opinion, they should get uh, what's his
1: name um, from uh, Ross Barkley. Boss Barkley. Somebody, somebody of that ilk. If, if if we're talking about Belotti coming here, Ross Barkley's in the same level, maybe slightly below. I don't know. Should be achievable. Kind of, kind of hard to gauge. Yeah, Different yeah, leads. Yeah. But I mean, Belotti at the end of the day is a national team guy. That's one thing we can say. You know, like you're a winner yeah both fact, of them in fact he beat Barkley's country so <laughs> uh, but yeah i'd like Ooh. to see galaxy go for something man i mean shit i don't know what i, I mean am i might this is my fan fantasy they go for ross barkley and bring in like elekin mangala who's currently out of a contract no team free agent why not mm, fuck it throw him in there i don't know throw him in there
0: but that but that's that's also kind of perpetuating the mls Stereotype. It was like burnt out player just coming for a check.
1: Well, this is this is the thing is that he's not that burnt out because he's not as old. He's not like a he's not going to a retirement league. It's just that he's out of he's out of a league. The MLS is a good opportunity. I think to I, yeah,
0: and I think that notion of being a retirement league for MLS needs to go away. Well, it's being it's, if it's, been if, going if, it's away. if it's not even
1: uh, brought up anymore other than by Euro snobs. Well, it, and it still exists sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. Obviously, like there's players that are coming later in their career, but it's not as common anymore. Now, like, this is a good signifier is if yeah. Belotti comes or Insigne will.
0: You know what I serious. wanted to ask you is what would it take for a player playing in the MLS to be considered for Ballon d'Or or, like, in the, in the short list? Yeah. Hey, like, 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 like it, 100 it, goals?
1: <laughs> yeah, but Because it, I know never. the goals don't
0: weigh the same for different leagues, but, you know, if we're going to take someone seriously, like, I don't know, like Sebastian Holler, for example. Uh, who has a ton of goals in the Dutch League, what would it take for for a U.S. or Liga MX type team? Or even like a Brazilian or Argentine League. I don't
1: think it'll ever happen, man. I, like, I just you, think you, like, it
0: would have to be like a stupid, ridiculous season?
1: I think somebody could have such an astronomical season, they won't even bat an eye. I mean, there's players that have insane seasons in, in Argentine League or, or Brazilian League, and they don't even they're not even mentioned in a short list for Balondor. And I'm talking about that's like 20-man list, you know. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It, it sucks that that's the way football yeah. is. It's and, a, and I think I wanted yeah. to lead off like into yeah. a
0: gr- greater conversation. is I think those four leagues are above a lot of the European leagues that we covet so highly.
1: Yeah. But like the know,
0: Portuguese or the Dutch leagues even, for example. I think they, Ooh, they yeah. immediately those are rival good. those leagues. Yeah, because those, are those teams are on the cusp of being a top five
1: league. Yeah, yeah. But and that's the thing that we'll never see. I, I even feel comfortable saying it'll be rare or very hard to see a Dutch league player or even a Portuguese league player get a Ballon d'Or. You know, so imagine MLS. I mean, it sucks that that's a notion. It's a perception stuff. thing. But yeah, it's going to take a lot to shift thing. that perception. So. Yeah. Um, so I, I I don't
0: know. I think um, I think we need to start looking at these leagues as not necessarily just a step down, but uh, maybe a sideways step or, or you know, uh, a leap, maybe, or like a, like a launching pad. Uh, Kuku is a great player, but yeah, uh, restarting. We, we took a little intermission here. Um, so yeah, MLS uh, is on the up and up, man, and you know, I hate I hate to see it like downgraded just because it's not Europe. Same same with Liga Mekis. even though Liga Mekis' policies and uh, I don't know corruption is. And and the players too. The players are less uh, willing to leave. But you know, th- those are two very uh, very strong leagues that I think should deserve more respect. Yeah. If I'm honest.
1: Yeah, there's there certain things I don't like. The format. Well, I'm talking about ah, MLS in particular. Yeah. The format, the 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 timing, all that shit, man. It's annoying. The season calendar's stupid. Uh, the fact that teams don't pro promote or relegate it's stupid. All that. It does piss me off. But at the end of the day, I live here, so I follow it and. It is unique in a way. There is some romanticism to the way they play and what they do and what MLS is about. But I'd love to see us play the way they do in England and Spain, uh, for in every way, man. I, I hate that we'd be jocking them, but I think that's the way. You know, you gotta you gotta do it like they do. You know, have your domestic cup, have your league, you know, and and you know away days, home days, thirty eight teams or thirty eight matches, you know, it's or but, however many matches
0: there yeah, is because yeah. I know
1: I know the expansion is is at what thirty teams now yeah but that's that's easily fixable you know like yeah you make yeah. you you separate those uh, whatever amount of teams into the next division and then the third and then it's in, it's more entertaining man and then you, yeah, we, there's you, an idea and nice. then and then we we'd have more teams like imagine like we'd have like oxnard fc that's from oxnard because that's what they have in england like Sheltenham is like a fifth or fourth division team but it's yep. a local team yep. and you 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 develop that relation but yeah yeah enough, enough um, you know
0: you know it's funny that you mentioned that because uh Someone brought up a really good point on Reddit, and for this whole time, you know, I've been kind of shitting on the World Cup that's coming up in in twenty twenty two. You know, I just just everything about it—the timing, the, the where it's located, and and the uh, and just the bullshit it. and bullshit surrounding you know Qatar in general. Uh, so be, beyond that, and uh, the the timing is really what what um, what this comment really made me think about was uh, we're all complaining about how how the world cup is in winter and you know it's tradition you know just just because yeah. it's tradition you know it's always been in the summer but we forget that you know yeah yeah it's based on the european calendar but we forget that a lot of these leagues the mexican league uh, uh not so much the u.s league but uh other european leagues and i think even in africa and uh uh, I think some Asian countries, too. I'm, yeah. I'm not 100% sure. There are some countries that play in, in the summer.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's quite a few. You know, like I like the Indian League and, like, Malaysian Leagues. I don't give a fuck uh, about uh, them. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But, but it's like the, they, they play the, that, yeah. The grander point is it's, it's always played in the European summer, whereas South American and the Southern Hemisphere's winter. So now it's going to be played in their summer. When when they're on vacation, <laughs> I know, you know, and yeah. they're going to be able to tune in comfortably, it's like we don't necessarily have to cater only to Europe just because they're the they're the main draw and the main money makers. Yeah, that, that's that's a big part of it. Yeah, but it? you know, personally speaking, <laughs> it's everybody else's summer, and I, and I think that's pretty cool. I think that's that's something that that's that one we, of the silver linings. We yeah. tend not to think about because it's affecting us personally. Like, oh, my 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 summer vacation! By all means, play on Christmas, man. That'd be great. Thanksgiving that'd I, be great
1: I really it's gonna be a trip when it does happen though I mean because it's gonna happen around this time of the year so boxing day it's gonna be a fucking mess you know all this oh that tradition all of that it's tradition just, imagine how many teams Real Madrid's gonna be missing I mean teams how many players and as well as city and all these top teams that everybody are, and it's like there are that, they is the season gonna continue is it gonna be halted you know and that kind of also expands into a
0: question that they asked Sebastian Holler Because he he plays for the Ivory Coast and uh, the African uh, tournament, the AFCON uh, uh, Nations Cup, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be next month in January. They always play in January. And a lot of uh, players that play in Europe go and represent their countries from Africa. And, uh, you know, for for most players, it's the highest honor. And someone asked him, he's like, Do you prefer to stay with your club? He's like, Would you even be asking that to a European player playing in the Euros? I he took offense to it, and I think <laughs> it's a valid offense. It's, like, you wouldn't be asking that to John Stones if he's going to be playing for, for England, you know? You, you wouldn't be asking that to, to um, Messi, you know? They're, they're, it, it, it does, he does have a right in being offended. He's like, this, this is the highest honor for me. I'm representing my country. You know, I'm going to do it regardless of the timing. And I think that's, I think that's totally valid. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't, don't ask bullshit questions like that.
1: Uh, you know i actually kind of i thought i saw that and i thought the the question was a bit valid though i mean i mean i get it but you know nobody's asking john stones or any of these other guys these questions because their tournaments are held at at different at a different time afcon is the only tournament that happens during this time of the year even concacaf uh doesn't cut into to yeah. you know the the actual uh league time so it's valid and and if I'm honest I yeah playing for ajax for me is a bigger team than than ivory coast currently but i understand but winning
0: but winning the 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 tournament of that confederation for your
1: country yeah it means something no means doubt. a whole lot yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> to those players we we can't we can't necessarily like just because we feel strongly about a league we can't necessarily you know uh and project that onto a player for their country.
1: Yeah, no, I, and I understand that side of the argument, but I thought it was a valid question because, yeah, we're asking, and it's not Howler's fault. It's whoever sets up that tournament. But listen, listen, I mean, Salah is gonna miss, Mariz is gonna miss, players are gonna miss from from their teams, and it's it's just kind of sucks that they, it puts them in a tough spot with their club. So maybe Afcon should look into changing the timing on it. And I know that goes into again what we're talking about about making Europe the focal point. And we're giving them too much importance, but at the end of the day, that's where the best football is being played. Um, Yeah. But I understand why Haller got offended. It it is.
0: It is. um, But, you know, I think that that all kind of goes into the same thing. We're not necessarily only going to cater to Euros just because it's convenient to them. The rest of the world does exist. And uh, whether you like it or not, I, I think a lot of African countries play through the summer because it's just that's I don't know their their <laughs> yeah. weather whatever it is
1: I have I I for real have no clue because I you know I'm sorry but the football is just not developed anymore. oh yeah no a, a lot of all their best players play in Europe <laughs> yeah exactly you, you and don't it, you
0: don't really hear any like the MLS relevancy or any MLS uh sort of uh equality
1: yeah yeah in terms it's, of uh, it's competition it's a div- yeah it's a different world but. Uh, yeah, and I, I saw that this morning as well. I was just like, ah, well, it's it's valid. It's like my boy, yeah. He, it's the only tournament that happens this time of the year, so you're gonna get those questions. And there are players that decide not to go, so you know that's that's something to look at. But it's crazy because he's having such a good season uh, domestically with with his club. That
0: would that he, add some parity to the uh, Dutch league?
1: Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's because, you know, Frankie Dijon was amazing there and he still looks like a good player. It's just it's interesting, I will say. But um, I think Holler, I might be mistaken, but I think he grew up in Germany. So yeah, I
0: think he had the opportunity to represent either. Like whatever country in the Ivory Coast.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting, like he wouldn't have to really worry like about that. a Prince that. Boateng type situation. If he was good enough to play for Germany, he wouldn't have to worry about that, right? Ah, uh, I'm going in. Uh, uh, just kidding, man. Listen, I'm just a little upset that Holler was a flop in West Ham. Uh but hey. There yeah, are a lot of reasons for it. Uh not
0: necessarily because he's a flop, but maybe he's maybe he really isn't good for the league. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah. I don't know. It's weird, yeah. But um yeah, that does Is Vela scoring
1: thirty some odd goals in England or Spain? No. But Zlatan is. Yeah, yeah. And Slatan and wasn't able to score that in MLS. I, wasn't he just below Vela that year? Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, you know, he wasn't there, though. He wasn't at the level that Vela was. Yeah, that's a fucking dirty but had, ass. But time. they
0: had that same amount of,
1: like, they had a very similar amount of goals. I, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I remember it was, like, a, a, a significant I amount less. think both less. broke
0: Joseph Martinez's record.
1: I, honestly, I don't remember, right? This yeah. feels like ages ago now. It was like two, three years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's only three uh, seasons. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to keep track. But um, no, I just remember Vela, Vela did break it. Zlatan didn't. Uh, that's all I remember. But, uh, okay. you know, it's just like one of those things where, yeah, it's, it's hard to compare. But, but um,
0: anyway, um, do you want to get into the reviews of uh, the the match week from last week and then this week? Sure. Okay, Uh, so going to the Premier League. Premier League. Premier.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, in England they say Premier. Here they say NBC Premier. I saw. I saw
0: saw a comment that said, "I hate how Americans say Premier. They say Premier." Shut the fuck. You guys just complain about everything. God damn. Yeah. Okay, uh the game that we had on earlier Manchester City dumping 6 on Leicester. But but well they got they got 4 goals in 25 minutes. Half time comes, Leicester comes out, they score 3. So we're like, "Oh shit." Yeah. And then uh and then City go on and score two more. Uh <laughs> 6 to 3, man. High scoring affair. Yeah. Uh how do you feel about that? You feel good?
1: You know, I feel happy, but it's it's kind of boring, if I'm honest. <laughs> Nine goals. I mean, who likes that, right? I prefer one nil. You know, close up shop, simple, clean. But sheets. there could be one nils or even nil yeah. nils that are exciting. Uh, I know, I know. But I'm just taking the piss. And I was it was not entertaining, but it was one sided. That, that's another
0: narrative that's taken place this month for. Uh,
1: it's always for, existed for, for city for the past few years. People have been saying that, but. It's just like, obviously, uh, City fans will, will, will victimize the hell out of it. But at the same time, like, who in their right mind is calling City boring? Like, for their style of play? Now, if, if you say the, the competition is boring because of how good they are, I guess I understand that. But, I mean, it's like, come on. You can't say they're boring. They, they, when they play football, it's like they generate a lot of cool chances. And, and their play style uh, makes for games like this where it can be a high-scoring affair. And I think that's when football is at its best. But I guess if if you really like defending and stuff, like you know, it's not the best game to watch. But uh, but they defend well. Well, I mean, not that day, but I mean, I mean they they got got cooked by the counter that that uh, this game in particular that
0: you were mentioning earlier.
1: Yeah, that's. But then, like, how do you stop the you know the the onslaught? Yeah, it's just yeah. The goals are coming from every angle right now for City, and I will say like you know Bernardo had his nice you know patch of games. I think De Bruyne is starting to. Really grow into the season, and um, we'll see. We'll see if he can ride out the wave because it's been a while since we've had a season where he just really fucking is available all year.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, he's recently only become available, but he's making his mark noticed.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. And I mean, we for, we forget, but he's pretty clinical. You know, like. Oh,
0: dude! He's, you would think well, like mean, he could be a forward. Well, we always talk about his his passing and stuff, but his shooting ability is either top foot. notch, man.
1: Yeah, either foot, he's pretty good. I but. mean,
0: come on, he's a, he's a top player.
1: Yeah, he's up but, there. Uh, but I'll, I'll be the first to uh, to call it out when uh, when he does shit. Yeah, well, I'll be the first to say when he's ranked too closely to Luke Shaw. But mm-hmm. anyways. Oh, that's Bernardo. Ah, that's that was Bernardo. Bernardo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we forget
0: that there's a totality of a whole year, not just the last two, three months.
1: Yeah, nah, but uh, yeah, good match. Uh, entertaining. I think, you know. Speaking of entertaining.
0: Yeah. Arsenal dumped five on Norwich. Exactly. Yeah, which so. uh, you would hope they would do. I don't know if there's, like, a whole lot that you can be excited about because Norwich stink this season,
1: for really honest. Bad. One of the worst. I mean, they're giving Sheffield like, a run for their money.
0: Like, if we're talking about stench, man, that's, that's a skunk. Skunk. Because, uh, yeah, they're going back down, and uh, they're getting bombed on by everybody. But Arsenal did what they had to do. And, uh, man, everybody that you would think would eat, ate. Yeah. Bukaya Saka, Tierney, Lacazette, Smith-Rowe what yeah. else do you want man
1: um, they're, they're
0: and they're 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 comfortably in fourth place we used to mock them for that but now that's kind of an achievement isn't it
1: yeah yeah it's they've they've come a long way still a lot to go um i mean for where they want to be but with what they have that's very impressive what they've been able to do now they just got to fend off spurs you know because spurs are starting to heat up They won their game 3-0 against Palace Uh, Harry Kane (laughs) I think they're undefeated Under Conte Yeah you know I'm not sure But they're actually I was looking at their Last five matches They're all pretty good I mean if they've They've drawn some games But yeah I don't think They've lost Um, They haven't had a real test yet I would say Uh, I'm not sure Uh, It might be I think maybe Liverpool Might have been the best test They have They've had Um, But you know Liverpool right now I mean Shit they're not exactly uh, well as good as uh, the... Liverpool
0: Liverpool has been riding pretty high most of the time and uh I mean we we got to say that 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 team looks pretty reinvigorated. I know their their stats were very abysmal uh when Nuno was still there in terms of uh uh like ground covered and pressing and all that and since since Conte's been in I I think the number is the specific stat that I saw was uh, was uh, ground covered. Yeah. And they're in dead first.
1: Right, right.
0: Since he's been in. So they just run a lot. They, cool. they run a lot. Well, that means they're pressing uh, and, and uh, making good runs for attacking.
1: There you go, Brian McBride. Um, <laughs> and uh, I can't wait to see Shit, uh, man. Uh, Spurs play City but again. I, I want to see their final product. Oh, yeah. There are ways from that, but yeah. But they're, they're showing promising signs for sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of them, they won 3-0 against Crystal Palace. Yeah something light right so we're at a nine plus five plus three that's a uh 17 goals in a three matches for the for the match week so yeah, far th-
1: well yeah there's a lot of
0: goals this week yeah and then west ham uh they lose at home to southampton three to two yeah uh so that's an extra five goals <laughs> shit west ham's skidding a little bit i think yeah. they're getting a little tired
1: yeah, for sure. I mean, and and you know, I think they were they're still a good team, but some of the games they won or tied this year were a bit like some of them were fortunate, um, and you know, so and now they're seeing the other side of the spectrum in terms of their luck, you know, and sometimes they they're not going to get those results, but you know, yeah, this was surprising. I, I thought they should have beaten Southampton. And then uh,
0: Aston Villa lose to Chelsea at home, right. three to one. Um, Oh, yeah, this is like when. I was like, I actually, they're turning a corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chelsea's turning a corner. They got two penalties?
1: Yeah. And, they're, they're <laughs> and one goal from open play. Almighty Steven Gerrard's team? Oh, my God, they must be good. Fuck's sake. Um, but they played better. I've got to say. <sighs> Sheesh.
0: I've got to say, they made it very hard for Chelsea. And uh, let's not forget, Chelsea scored off two penalties.
1: Uh, yeah. Clear but,
0: penalties. I, I will admit. Yeah, I will yeah. admit that there's no controversy there. So a boneheaded play by uh, Matty Cash and uh, I forgot what the second one was. Um, I I forgot, but but uh, yeah, uh, it was a good match. It was yeah, a good yeah. match, and Aston Villa are playing pretty good. Um,
1: they're yeah. I I know I know Gerard's a Liverpool guy. Yeah, no, I, I just know, feel like he's getting a lot of praise, and I'm like, uh, I just don't see it. But we'll see. I mean, it's very early. I'm not gonna shit on him either. I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but I'm like. Like, how, how much impact has he even been able to make, you know? Um, but, Fair enough, You know, Fair enough. I, I'll, I'll see, like, if – I will say he does seem better than Dean Smith, you know, in terms of what he's gotten out of them, which is impressive, but it's, you know, very early. Yeah, you uh, know who is really a non-factor
0: there, and I thought they would be much better this season? Uh, Buendia?
1: Yeah, I mean, Dia. He's really – I don't know, maybe it's not his level. I don't. Yeah, it's hard to tell. I think he's talented, but he's like Podenc for me. Like, you know, he's talented, but he's just either not being used to his best potential, or he's just in con- too inconsistent. You know. Yeah. Um. But you know, the talent is undeniable. He's he's a tricky little player, but yeah, we'll we'll see. It's gonna take time. First year, you know. Yeah, um, and then uh, Brighton uh, hosts Brentford for a two-nil win. Right.
0: Brentford. Uh. That nice little start, notwithstanding, have been pretty shitty.
1: Yeah, they finally kind of shown us their true
0: colors. And they're still kind of riding high uh, as far as points go from that nice start. But uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe they they will find themselves in
1: uh, In a relegation. Maybe
0: not. I don't know. (laughs) Relegation is uh, two two teams tied at 11 points. And, uh, well, Burnley's got, damn. Yeah, they were down there. They got four games in hand, though. Yeah. You got to figure they got a couple draws in there, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um
0: but yeah, two teams tied tied at one and Norwich who have played every game uh 10 points. Shit. Yeah. Uh so I mean, I don't know if Brentford will end up down near those guys, but they they really haven't shown what they uh that that fools goal that they gave us in uh in the beginning of the year. Yeah. And then uh Burnley, Everton was postponed. Liverpool, Leeds was postponed. Wolves, Watford was postponed. All COVID related. And then uh, Newcastle versus Manchester United, one one. That was a Newcastle. That was a United, Manchester United saving a point rather than yeah, rather than uh, losing than than uh, that losing the two points, you know, the, the new losing because uh, sh- they stink.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nah, no, it's yeah. I it's not a team you should be drawing to, you know. But I mean, it, it's a uh, it's understandable, like you said, when actually United outshoot them, outplay them. But that wasn't the case. I think Newcastle were more likely to get more goals. Newcastle was better. <laughs> you know, De Gea had a, a pretty. They were good match.
0: unfortunate that Newcastle didn't score more. Yeah, De, De Gea has been very good this season. Very good. Right. Um. I know. We were talking about his demise maybe even a season ago or two seasons. But, yeah, he's, he's been very good for them this season. Yeah. Um, without I mean, him, they, they'd, be, they'd be down quite a bit.
1: Well, yeah, you face that many shots, you can make a scarecrow look good. So. No, he's, he's, made, he's made
0: some game-saving saves, man. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, he's, he's been good. I'm not going to shit on him. And then on Tuesday, uh, next match day, uh, match day uh, 20, or is it 19? Yeah, match day 20. Uh, Crystal Palace beats Norwich Uh, (laughs) 3-0, as you would imagine. It
1: sucks, man. Norwich are just, yeah, they're just like food.
0: They're they're that team that if you lose to them, good Lord. What the fuck were you thinking? Right. How many wins do they have? They got two wins. Who the hell have they beat? I need to see this, dude. There's like random teams. I need to see this. I'm sorry. I'm just going to. They beat (laughs) Southampton. Oh my god They beat Southampton and They got two draws Against Wolves And in Nor- in, uh, Newcastle And uh, Who else did they beat? Oh my god dude Oh they beat Burnmouths. Oh no that, that was in the Where the hell Do they have two wins then? Oh they beat Brentford Dude oh, Why dude. did I
1: know that? That's crazy <laughs> like, I didn't want to say it But I was like Those two teams I was like Southampton and Brentford
0: yeah, and I, I was w- like,
1: I was, just, I was so unsure that I didn't even. Yeah, see yeah,
0: it. yeah. It, it's it's tough. <laughs>
1: it's just like one of those things <laughs> that you can count them on one hand.
0: Uh, and yeah. man, Herrera, man, that's a player that United should have kept.
1: Yeah, he's a good work ethic guy.
0: Yeah, and then um, Southampton versus Tottenham, hey, draw one-one, double hockey sticks. Yeah. Um, West Ham finally <laughs> get back into winning form. Uh, they beat Watford four-one. Everybody 8. Suček, Ben Rama, Mark Noble, via penalty, and Vlasic. Yeah. Then and
1: scoring again.
0: Emmanuel Dennis, who's been one of the players. He's probably going to get poached. Yeah. Maybe by poach. Who knows? Man, that'd be cool.
1: And uh, the surprise... Not. I don't know about a surprise. Oh, no. Maybe surprise. I don't know. They've won the same amount of league titles in the last 30 years. I'll have it. But go on. <laughs> uh, How about uh, Champions uh, Leagues? Ah... Uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, Leicester beats uh, Liverpool one 0 Yeah, they put the beats on them boys. Uh,
0: uh, Salah missed the penalty. Fair enough. He missed the sitter,
1: uh, and uh, Lukaku would have made it. Maybe uh, that boy. I will say Liverpool deserved more out of this match. They should have. They should have drawn, in my opinion. Um, all, yeah, uh, uh, Mane also missed a, a few chances that you expect 63% him. Sixty
0: three per- percent possession. 21 shots
1: 20 yeah it was something like that I remember. yeah
0: man but that that's one of those where, where lester just sat back and hey they punched hey they landed the haymaker that they had to
1: in yeah. one fight hey we dropped six on that team that's all i'm gonna say ah <laughs> nah, 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 man. But lester dropped three on you yeah that's true that's true but uh so um it's even <laughs> and, nah, 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 ba-da, ba-da. 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 but uh, yeah, man, a uh, good good result uh, for Leicester, and, and
0: this really just cements City's spot on top because City is now eight points ahead of Liverpool. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, eight eight points ahead of Chelsea, and uh, Liverpool do have a game in hand, but they're still uh, nine points ahead. So even if uh, uh, Liverpool win their game in hand, which is sure to create some fixture congestion for them. Yeah. So we, yeah. we don't know if they're going to be on tired legs when they play that game. It's still only it's, it's six points. It's significant.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, so, yeah, Arsenal Wolves postponed and uh, Leeds Aston Villa postponed. So just we're, we're missing so many matches. <laughs> uh, and uh, Chelsea draw with Brighton today. Double hockey sticks, 1-1. Yeah. When it looks like they could have lost. Uh, Maybe they should
1: have lost. I don't know. Wait, Chelsea should have lost, you should? To Brighton? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Because, you know, Chelsea were winning for most of the game, but... Brighton outpossessed and outshot them. Yeah, and, and that's fine. But what are you doing with the shots, you know? Shots on target were almost equal. But, but I mean, it's just like when a team loses or loses three points in the last minute, it's like, uh, well... The majority of the match was was under Chelsea's grasp, but a depleted Chelsea, I will say. I won't say that Chelsea are a
0: possession-based team. I, no, I, don't I don't think know, they yeah. are, but but usually when they play against these uh, smaller clubs, they they tend to, I don't know, be more more not not only more clinical but more uh, controlling of the match.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, Brighton's a good team too. I will say. I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. They they play they play good football. I really like them a lot. I always have, but. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I just kind of had a laugh myself because I was like, wow, it's just their luck, you know? Um, but, yeah. Our boy Kevin, man. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start a GoFundMe for his uh, new TV. He
0: uh, he broke his TV. Ah, fuck that, fuck that. Ask uh, Roman he, Abramovich. He, he, he broke a TV due to the rage caused in the 91st minute by the... By the... Uh, um, Danny Welbeck goal. The Danny Welbeck goal, uh, so... You know a- any uh, any additional cash you have left over from Christmas? Hand it over to our guy, yeah, and uh, get him a bigger TV to watch more Chelsea disappointments. <laughs>
1: Facts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Man City uh, beat Brantford one nil. That's one that you figure that being on the run that City have been on in the last uh, I don't know six months, they they would have dominated uh, in terms of the goal <laughs> in, in terms of the score. Yeah, they dominated, just not a. Just couldn't
1: really get get it in. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was very annoying, but you know, uh, it, it was never there was never really any doubt. How do you
0: feel about Thomas Frank? I I, I need to know your your yeah. thoughts, man.
1: No, I mean ah, a lot of people <laughs> like him, right? A lot. He's charismatic, and I just I don't. I mean, I like Cinderella stories, I do, and all that. But something about him just annoys me. And then he's he's kind of uh, smug in the pressers and. It's just one of those managers that isn't—he's he's never going to fail to mention his squad budget, you know? And that's regardless if he plays City or if he plays uh, Chelsea, United, whatever. Yeah, I just—he just kind of annoys it's me. It's like
0: if, if you're going to join the Prem or if you have aspirations to be in the Prem coming from the championship, just know that.
1: Yeah. Just know yeah. that you
0: un- you're under that handicap. Unless you're Newcastle next season, you, you have that handicap.
1: So what are you crying about? <laughs> right, right. And their style of play too is very shit housy, and he encourages that. But you know, English fans love that shit. But yeah, he kind of annoys me. Um, but so you're glad you got the win over? Yeah, I mean, I just I actually kind of wanted them to relegate, but that doesn't even look like it's gonna happen. So
0: I don't know. It's a long season. We're only we halfway through.
1: Yeah, and they are they are tapering off a bit.
0: Yeah, but um, yeah, fabulous
1: goal by Foden. I will say, nice little touch. Into oh the man, corner.
0: yeah, and uh, what a ball by uh, by De Bruyne, who's yeah. uh, looking like he's back to his former self. It looks like his injury, he's over his injury.
1: Yeah. He's just not overthinking uh, it, you know. It looks like it's just coming instinctive to him again, make the pass and yeah, it's working out for now. Uh, almost had a nice goal too, that hit the, the post. I was like, "Ah, that should that should have been nice." And uh, got a, an assist uh, taken away too.
0: A fully healthy De Bruyne is a scary De Bruyne.
1: For sure. Yeah, I think I think he's a, he has a massive role to play this or, season. Or uh, how do you pronounce it uh, officially De Bruyne? De Bru- yeah, De Bruin. I I hear so many different pronunciations. De Bruina? But I hear De Bruin is, is the correct one. Okay. Well, according to him, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, we gotta go by him. But England but English commentators they Overpronounce. Yeah, they'll just say what they think is right. And they make it sound right too, you know? Yeah. De Bruina. Uh, uh,
0: but anyway, uh yeah, De Bruyne's into uh into form, I have to say. And uh you know it's crazy. He's picked up his first assist
1: this season. That game in the prem, yeah. Yeah, in the league. Yeah. 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 Um, he hasn't been, He hasn't played a whole lot. I will say, but that is surprising. But fully fit, man.
0: We'll see. We'll see how scary uh, city look because they're ten wins in a row. Yeah. Yeah, but a- anyway. Uh, moving on. Uh, United play Burnley tomorrow. Feels like we haven't seen Burnley play in like a month. So, uh, uh, I mean, United have to win, right?
1: Oh, man, this is, this <laughs> they is, have to win, right? I don't think it's it's that cut and dry. Though. Burnley are are a, f- a really annoying team. They're they're they yeah. They're, they're uh, like Pep says or uh, Turfmore.
0: Says, Turfmore is the name of Turfmore. The
1: name? Yeah, he's like it's like going to the dentist. You don't look forward uh, to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have a really good fortress. Tarkowski, Ben, me. You know, they get down and dirty, and you know that's that's the Sean Dyche way. And then
0: and then you'll see uh, Chris Wood pop up every now and then with a. Yeah. Shit ass header from a set piece. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, then the next match is postponed Everton versus Newcastle. So that's rounding out um, uh, match week 20. Match week 21 uh, starts on the first. Happy New Year. Yep. I'm very happy. Happy New Year.
1: Yep. Uh, Arsenal versus Manchester City. There's yeah. nobody better than. than Pepe Arteta Splits two points. <sighs> Why not? One, one draw for me.
0: Oh, man. They're both on winning form. I want to see a good game.
1: Yeah. I and know I, you know, and I
0: feel cool. like Arsenal, with their youth and everything, they're like, fuck it, yeah, we, we can stand with these guys. Um, <laughs> not necessarily like they're able to, but just mentality-wise. Yeah, yeah. Uh man. I still think uh, the City win. Um, 3-1. <sighs> yeah. yeah.
1: That's not out of the picture. Yeah. I just... I feel like Pep, as, as a bro, is like, hey, man, don't worry. We won't put the beats on you. Just split it, you know, move How can on. you
0: say that? But you can also say it's the most competitive league. Well... I, I don't accept that. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. It's like, like, <laughs> like, a, like a team letting off the gas.
1: I don't accept that. Right. But then if, if, we, if we beat a team 7-0, then we're also not competitive. So it's like, well, a competitive league is drawing, you know, 1-1. A competitive league is going hard against each other. And I think they will go hard and I think they'll uh, both earn a point.
0: Yeah, I think City's just gonna win. And, and a lot of the argument about Arsenal are they for real? Can they beat the big teams? Like, well that's what big teams are for. Like you win some, you lose some. Didn't they beat uh didn't they beat Chelsea? Uh who? Arsenal? Oh uh, they, they beat somebody. Oh no, they beat Tottenham.
1: Yeah, yeah. Tottenham I mean, when they were in the no, worst. Arsenal are good and they they play good, but they're still <sighs> mistake prone. That's the uh, only thing. Yeah, issue. and
0: and that's youth. Uh but yeah. City wins three one. Uh Leicester hosting Norwich.
1: Yeah, it's a Leicester win. But Leicester are depleted, bro. Yeah.
0: Norwich is they got Timo Puki. Yeah, yeah. And they got a uh, Josh Sargent. Yeah. Josh Sargent. God I can't say that together, Josh Sargent.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a strange one. Um But yeah, no, Leicester should win. They're yeah, just, Leicester have to win. They just beat Liverpool, I mean. <laughs> let's, let's not forget. It. I mean, they're they're a good team. They're yeah, good yeah, team yeah. Team they guys. have they have to win. Um, Watford versus Tottenham. That's a good one too, ah, man. I'll take Tottenham. I'll take Watford. I know curveball. Two Italian managers. There's going to be a lot of pride on the line. I know. Upset, but I'll take a one nil Watford.
0: I'll take a two nil. Kane continuing his scoring form and uh, Son. <laughs> you know, fuck it Add Lucas Mora too Yeah If not a cane brace uh, Moving on Crystal Palace versus West Ham A, a London affair
1: mm-hmm. Uh, West Ham 2-1 I'll take a draw on this one 2-2 two, 2-2 two.
0: Two, two? Okay, that's <laughs> yeah, not bad
1: Even teams And then
0: Sunday uh, Brentford versus Aston Villa
1: Yeah, I'll, that's a Should be a Villa win for me, man
0: 1-0 oh, for me Holly yeah, Watkins no.
1: One nil. Um, next one, Everton. Uh, Brighton. Everton. I'll take Brighton. Brighton. Fuck. That's yeah, man. Brighton's uh, on. Uh, they're good, decent form. And then Everton and are shit. Everton so.
0: stink, and they haven't played. So
1: yeah, I'll take uh, Brighton. Brighton one nil. Okay.
0: And then uh, Leeds versus Burnley. Oh man. Oh that's man. A good one fuck I'll root for Leeds I'll root for Leeds yeah um but it's not gonna be pretty but nah. I'll take Rafinha to uh
1: one nil to be oh, that's, the, damn, the yeah. decision maker that's another guy that's I think oh, already mentioned. yeah he's yeah. rumored to Bayern Munich yeah yeah uh, I would hate that for him ah oh,
0: dude uh, but you
1: know I do like that Bayern are fishing outside the league for not <laughs> like a, a crazy <laughs> name either like I would have more respect for Bayern if they go for Rafinha and he becomes this world beater and it's like yeah bro that's dope you've got him from Leeds you it's a cool, it's a feel good story, you know. But
0: I, I, I think the writing's on the wall for Rafinha, though to be a world class player though.
1: He's up there for sure. I mean, I I can't say for certain that he is, but I think he's he
0: yeah, 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 Has yeah.
1: elements, you know.
0: Man, it's his like, story is crazy too. I was reading it. Sheesh. We're not gonna get into it. We're kind of uh, running long now. Uh, Southampton versus Newcastle.
1: Uh, that's just oh, a man. weird one. I'll take uh, a one-one draw. I'll
0: take yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. And then the big dog of the weekend... Well, one of the big dogs, I should say. Chelsea versus Liverpool. Uh, it behooves City for a draw, right?
1: Yeah, that, I mean, I, I feel like at this point, it doesn't even matter, you know? But uh, a, a draw would be ideal. But I, I think Chelsea uh, have the momentum. Despite drawing today, uh, I still think they have some momentum. Uh, Liverpool... I have some momentum too, but it's just a very—it's going to be an equal. Chelsea team.
0: have a lot of defensive injuries, though.
1: Yeah, and and I feel like uh, Liverpool's defense isn't exactly a fortress uh, currently. So I mean, it's just going to be a nice Lukaku game for Lukaku goal, possibly. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'll take Liverpool two nil.
1: Not bad. I'll take uh, Chelsea one nil.
0: Okay. All right. So moving on from that, uh, the last batch of. Uh, the match week is uh, Manchester United hosting Wolves. Uh, that's on Monday. Yeah. So Manchester United have a fairly girthy break compared to everybody else. I don't know. Maybe they're manipulating the league.
1: <laughs> nah, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it that P, like, Liverpool fans would say some shit like that.
0: <laughs> or Wolves fans.
1: Or Wolves fans, yeah.
0: But uh, I'll take uh, United 1-0 uh, in, a, in a pretty uh, dismal game.
1: Yeah, I think that's about right. Um, you know, just getting by enough to kind of cool the ship for now.
0: All right, man. So uh, that's the end of uh, the review and preview of the Premier League. Uh, I know La Liga is coming back. Uh, any anything that you want to talk about there, or I know mm-hmm. you haven't really been partial to it this season.
1: Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I was able to watch a lot more games last season. What I love is that the games are later, too, you know, so I would be able to, well, most times, but not, not really this season. I haven't, um, and there's nothing really that has really wanted to make me watch it, truthfully. Like, I mean, obviously, like your Madrid derby uh, against Atletico was something to look forward to or the Clasico. But after that, it's, I, don't, I haven't really had an itch to watch it. But, you know, I, yeah, there's, there's not much that I can really say. I mean, Atletico have been underwhelming. Like one of the worst title defenses I've seen, and and yeah, that's about it.
0: Yeah, the the top four are, it's crazy, and Barcelona and Atletico and Sociedad to you know for that matter, uh, Valencia too. They're all within punching distance. Uh, Rayo Vallecano, who's been one of the crazy revelations this season, uh, uh, they recently promoted. They're in fourth with thirty points, but Atletico and Sociedad have twenty nine. And Barcelona and Valencia have 28 points. Villarreal kind of coming up a little by little. They've had a better December. Uh, they have 25 points. So, you know, four of those teams can easily go up to fourth. And, um, yeah, I, I think personally, I think it's been a pretty good season for La Liga. Yes, Real Madrid are running away with it, but that's because... I don't think it's because everyone's weak, and I think that's because they're they're well-managed, and they've the depth and the team building has been pretty consistent. Yes, some players have left. Yes, some players are getting old, and yes, some players do need to be rotated, but at the end of the day, they've been very consistent, and uh, I think for the most part, better than every team. I won't say they've been better in every match, but they've been better in most matches. Yeah. And even, even in one of the most recent matches, they drew with a, kind of a shit team. I think it was Etafe, 0-0. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I but, mean, uh, I'll just, like, it's not what we're used to seeing out of La Liga. The level has dropped, I think. I mean, how, you know, we, we are, we're we used to seeing, obviously, Madrid at the top, but then we see runs from Atletico and, and also uh, Barcelona in the Champions League and, you know, dominant performances. You don't even get that anymore.
0: But you think if, uh, with Ferran Torres and maybe another... Um Defensive and uh, attacking, signing Barcelona back into the thick of things?
1: Not this not this season, but next season, maybe. No, this season's already, it's x out. This is just a practice season for me. You know, it's like when Arteta first took over Arsenal, is what I can re- uh, relate it to. Mm, okay. It's going to take time, you know, and as, as for Atletico, it, uh, I don't, I have no have no no excuse for them, and no explanation uh and then you know Madrid are just kind of playing at the same level they were last season. It's just last season everybody else was i think much better i think
0: i i I know this is me being a fanboy, and you know it is my team and i and I make sure to watch every game, but uh I think they've been much better this season than last season um if we were even to compare the goal and uh and uh, um defensive uh, numbers uh, this season blows them out of the water today regardless of how Atletico have been because uh, Madrid beat Atletico and Barcelona in in the first two matches of the season
1: they they actually
0: beat Barcelona in both matches and drew with Atletico in the second one but I think the football football this season has been a lot more consistent and they've had the X factor of uh, Vinicius this year who's
1: yeah, uh, and I guess most is,
0: improved and yeah, most improved yeah. up there with one of the best players of the league this year. So that that's been one of the main things. Um, yeah. Player of the season? I don't know. Benzema's got to be up there. Those yeah. two for sure, and um, I don't know. Maybe Juanmi's up there, or yeah, I can't really think of anybody else. But yeah, yeah. yeah
1: even that. La- I mean, you know, last year like there was El Nazari and you know there's just a few more players to pick at, you know, and be like, oh, well, he's playing pretty good, he's playing. Yeah, this season it's um it's a little stale, but it's still early, I mean, and out of obviously I'm not giving it the benefit of the doubt. But the, the competition
0: deserves. besides Madrid is actually really good. Yeah, the, the top four, part, yeah. The top four and maybe the 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 rest of the upper half they're they're competing with each other game in game out. It's just Real Madrid has beat all of them. And they're dropping points to, to bottom half teams. They're sleeping against those teams for whatever reason. Uh, I guess uh, in a personal standpoint, you kind of check out and don't take them seriously. And those teams also tend to sit back and, and hope to punch you on the counter.
1: Yeah, they look out sometimes. Uh, teams, you know, like Cadiz, yeah. uh, you know, for example.
0: But yeah, they're, man, I, I, man, honestly, I just hope they go on. They keep going on their run and lift that that league title at the end of the year.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's no threat. There's no threat to the throne right now. Um, you know, it's it's pretty cut and dry. It's, it's befitting.
0: Real, <laughs> royal. That's right. Yeah. But
1: anyway, uh,
0: two guys, two mics, two pints. Uh, before we end off, uh, any uh,
1: any New Year's resolutions or uh, fo- I guess football-related uh, resolutions? Ah, man, you know, I can't really say because right now I'm not at liberty to make many like forward steps in that regard <laughs> just due to my time, you know, but no, there's not really much. I mean, I, I I just I try to watch as much football as I can, but currently I'm just not watching as much as I yeah. used to. So yeah, um, hopefully I can watch more. That's all I can say. But but like I said to open off, uh, congratulations on
0: winning the league in December.
1: Oh, man, uh, I, I know, honestly don't see City uh, faltering. I think as much as that might be a a thing, I I could say equally say that about Madrid and believe it more, because there's actually somebody that can compete with with City in the league. I would say you know Champions League, the Champions League winner and and Liverpool, like in Spain, it's just like nobody's gonna touch you guys. I can certainly say that, and, and I, I would I would congratulate you first before me. We- uh,
0: <laughs> uh, uh, when I see a double digit lead after equal amount of games played, I'll believe you, man. Uh,
1: no, yeah, it's, it's and, okay. and I
0: feel like it, it, the seasons is gonna end up that way, but. I just want to see that double digit lead before I can actually say that.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, I
0: want to see. I want to see that. But anyway, uh, two guys, two mics, two pints. Episode number seventy six. Happy New Year! Take care of your mentals. Take care of your chickens. Don't do your drink and drive. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, in twenty twenty two. Peace. Peace. Peace.